Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around. And for the first time ever, we're doing World War Three. We're going back to WCW 1995. But before we get into that, joining me is the world famous Terry Peters. Terry Peters, how are we doing? Hello. Yeah, I'm alright. I'm alright. How are you? I'm I'm good, thank you, Peters. Um, what have you been up to this week? Go on then. What's, what's the interesting week? point in this week? I've genuinely been decorating for what seems like about five months. Yeah, we know. Yeah. So we're doing this podcast 24 hours late. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even finished yet. So. Ah, you're the worst. <laughs> what a waste of time. Ah, but you know, it's getting there. It'll be worth it in the end. I'm just never doing it ever again. But enough about me. Joining me as well as we've heard him as well. He's already whinged today. That was that. Like, I, I always, I always jump in before the intro. Like, yeah, you do. Jeremy's yeah. Lou. Lou, how are we doing? Yeah, not bad. Thanks. I'm outside the Thunderdome today. Um, yeah, the Thunderdome. Um, fans are not able to attend due to copyright reasons. Uh, Lou, I understand um, you've made a purchase which you're particularly pleased with. I'm very, very, very pleased, Russ. Um, so it was obviously Snoop Dogg has done a collaboration with The Undertaker, which is fantastic in itself. Um, so obviously I pre-ordered that. And then also, right, I got into debate, spirited debate on Colorholic's Facebook page the other day that people don't think the Snoop Dogg Undertaker t-shirts are very good. What? Ridiculous, yeah. And I was like, just jokingly said, like, oh, Snoop Dogg should have wrapped Undertaker to the uh, to the ring on his final appearance, which people did not like on Twitter. Did not like. Um, but also, while I was on there, I found that they had Zubas pants. Um, Zubas, Zubas, Rex Quandale pants. Zubas, I think, isn't it? Zubas. Um, for eleven pounds each, so I got a pair of NWO zebra print sweatpants, which I'm signing right now. Ridiculous. <laughs> glorious, glorious. What's worse then? So buying these eleven pound zebra NWO Zubas pants, or buy how much are your jeans from the internet, Peters? From seven eBay. Quid. Oh man, four pound more, and you could have got a pair of these bad boys. Take a vote, yeah, everyone. What's worse, eleven pound, eleven pound on zebra print NWO Zubas pants, or seven pound on used jeans with a crusty tissue in the pocket? <laughs> yeah, there was no these. They, they were tissue free. And they've got the, they, be more, they, they look like zebra pants, but also they've got the, the NWO logo on them, so you can't argue really, can you? <laughs> I, I don't know what you would try and argue if you was going to. 
11 pounds. Yeah, there we go. As long as, are you happy with them, Lou? I'm happy? very happy with them. I've been wearing them all week. I should really wash them. <laughs> <laughs> but before oh. you do wash them, Terry Peters will buy them off you for seven quid. <laughs> yeah, just don't put a stick tissue, a tissue in the pocket. In the, in if you don't stick tears. a tissue in the pocket, they're at least worth nine. <laughs> oh, God. What was going through your head? Seven quid on a pair of jeans. <laughs> well, they looked all right. And then when I got them, they were too big. Did you at least get free postage? Oh, I can't remember. I can't imagine you'd ever pay for postage. Oh, no, I always try and avoid postage. <laughs> it's completely worth post- it. If the postage was like four quid or more, then I think I've definitely got the best deal. Yeah, I'd say you got the best deal in your loop because nobody's worn them. Yeah, these are fantastic. And nobody's really, really enjoyed I might, wearing I might them. Go back, do you know what? I might go back on the website and get the uh, the match of my Handy Savage. <laughs> oh, my God. Are they different? Are they, they're... they're all zebra print, but the zebra prints are different colours. Oh, there we go. Um, so I think I think Macho Man's are orange and black. So more like tigers, really. Tiger print. Tiger print. <laughs> That's what we all need. All oh, like, it's, it? a, it's a Ric Flair as well. Let's get on the... Um... Ric Flair. <laughs> what colour is? It's be red, surely. Oh, we got NW, oh, Undertaker. Oh, Undertaker are fake. Oh, Ric Flair are blue. Blue and white and black. Oh, Razor yeah. Ramon. Bloody hell, there's loads now. What colour... Oh my oh. god, they've got any maybe, maybe they was waiting for someone to buy them. Maybe you like tipped them over the yeah, or, like ten thousand threshold and now they've got oh god we need to sell loads more. Vince is just sat there like I knew it. Lou Walker, he's bought a pair. Oh like, like Hulk Hogan. Red and yellow, well, like red, white and yellow. Oh not currently not available, they're actually genuinely sold out. <laughs> well the Hogan yeah. ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've ever sold out or they've just kind of bid them off. But, Maybe they've um, binned them all. Yeah, they're not on sale anymore, so yeah, you're paying 30 quid now, Fred. Oh, 30, right. 32 pounds now. 32 pounds. Yeah, I feel pound. like you'll probably pay that, anyhow. There's your Christmas present sorted, Lou. I might do. So these uh, Eddie Guerrero green and green and black ones. Are they all like what? Are they all zebra print? Then? All zebra print. Is that a thing? Is, is that what makes them Zubas pants? I think that's what makes them Zubas pants, yeah. They look a little bit like something Disco Inferno would wear. Oh, come on. The Undertaker ones are black and white, but they've got like a big symbol on the Undertaker symbol. They're massive, whereas the NWO ones are quite subtle. Is that new? <laughs> quite subtle, the zebra print trousers. <laughs> quite subtle, yeah. You're like, like an MC Hammer reject. Is Undertaker's quite new then? Because, you know, people, people are whinging, and like, have you said that, you know, Snoop Dogg wrapping them to the ring or Snoop Dogg t shirts are killing the gimmick. But if, if these Zubas pants have been around for years... <laughs> yeah, you can, get, you can get them on anything, can't you? Undertaker, anything now. Just put that, is it, I always say it's a TX, because I'm not really sure what it is. It's like a version of a crucifix on it. Yeah, but you can't call it that. It's a symbol on it, not the cross. Yeah, that's why they Oh, my God. I'm just looking through the Euro shop, and you can buy the, the Bray Wyatt, like, Buzzard puppets and Rambling Rabbit. Yeah. I mean, they're 27. <laughs> funny you should, funny you I mean, they're 27 pounds. Underneath here, right now, I'm joking. I'm not. Imagine, imagine. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'm always tempted yeah. by a title belt when I'm on there. Yeah. Like, John, yeah, but. Quid, please, to take it to if, events. If you're going to do it, though, are you going to get the big one? Are you going to get the little baby belts? No, you got to get a big one. I've, I've, I've got a plastic. There's. I've got a plastic welder bread title, but I need the uh, the full replica. Full replica. Yeah. I just think. You've got to get a belt, aren't you? I, as much as I think, oh, yeah, it'd be quite cool to have one, I just think when I get it, I'd be like, really? I've yeah. really wasted 350 quid on this. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'd, I'd wear it on the on the podcast. 
And then, you know, if you're one of them people who wear it to shows, then everyone looks at you like... Oh. Or a wrestling quiz in Hull. Yeah. I think maybe I should uh, I should wear the NWO pants next time we go to a, a live show. I mean, I'd be a well up for that. 100% I think we you should. should. We could all get matching pants. Nope. You're nope. doing it on your own. <laughs> You're on your own there, so. <laughs> well, consider it. I'm definitely wearing a Snoop Dogg Undertaker t-shirt when it arrives. Which, one, that, which one did you get? The one that looks the cheesiest, like the one that looks the most nice, where it's just... Like Gosh, it says, like, dude. original dead man across the top and original gangster underneath, and then it's got, like, pictures of him above. I imagine if I'd have seen all the pictures, like, add them up now with it, and you said, I've bought one, which one do you think I've bought? That would have probably been the one that went yeah. to straight away. It was the, 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 the cheesiest gimmicky one, because I thought, this is hilarious. But, yeah. yeah. Has anyone tried the uh, WWE wine? I haven't. No. Um, you didn't fancy but... paying 70 quid a bottle of Undertaker Chardonnay, I was. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's red, isn't it? Of course, yeah. I don't Sh- really. Shad- like, I don't... Chardonnay is, is not red. No, it's not. Chardonnay's white. Isn't it? That's Sh- yeah, in that Ultimate Warrior. Sh- 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 school. <laughs> Chardonnay. This is some sort of stripper joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, in, in, in Ultimate Warrior, it's got the white wine. Yeah, it might be, and then Undertaker's is like a fruity red. Yeah, well, he, if it was if it was white or rosé, I probably would have bought some. Could have had Mandy Rose yeah. Printed money. Yeah, there you go. Um, but have you seen the latest Undertaker uh, Broken School Sessions? No, because it's two hours long, Ross, and I've just no. I had to commit three hours to watching World War Three. Oh, well, it, I watched it instead of watching Survivor Series. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I watched the male match, the, the men's match in Survivor Series, and then thought, oh, God, I want the Undertaker thing on afterwards. I'll watch that instead. Um, and... Stone Cold pretty much asking, what the hell is this? <laughs> oh, he's lying. Yeah, he gets a bottle out. <laughs> and then he puts it, swiftly puts it away and they just start doing shots of Jack Daniels. He's quite the, the wine kind of sad, isn't he? Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. well, he, he, I think he says, I edge down as a, as a drinker, as a whiskey man, as a beer man. And then he just puts out this wine. <laughs> and the take is genuinely like, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Who had the idea? Undertaker wine. It's just... Yeah. Probably Vince. Oh, but honestly, if it was, I, I went on the website. If it was like ten or fifteen quid a bottle, I would have definitely bought a bottle, and I would have tasted it live on the podcast. But I'm pretty sure it was like seventy quid. If there's anybody out there with, you know, seventy quid to waste, then you know, get in touch at the wrestling, the official wrestling around uh, at outlook.com email. So, you know, we'll we'll tell you where to send it. Yeah, send us in an audio review and we'll play it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you, or if you've tried it, let us know what you think. Yeah. But enough about Undertaker. He's not even on this pay-per-view. <laughs> it's because we're doing WCW. Yes. You lot love it. Lou loves it. It's true. Terry, Terry Peters does not love it. <laughs> it's true. Um, this Randy, is... Hogan. Randy Hogan said Randy, he's uh, an old-school WCW fan. Why well, lie to old Rand? The, the old feud, isn't it? The feud, the Terry Peters, Randy Hogan feud. Yeah. What could have been? But imagine it's just the absolute. Well, talk about you know worlds collide or whatever. Mega powers explode. This is it. Hogan, say Peters. Hogan Peters, brother. Um, this is um. We'll get to the well, the main event. This is WCW's version of the Royal Rumble. That's the whole point because after this one, they then move on to the winner goes to Starcade. Yeah, which was the original plan of this one, wasn't it? 
but there's a as we we know if you're in the archives you go back to Halloween Havoc '95 there is a bit of a, a clusterfuck at the finish. Um, schmoz. Oh, there's and, a bit of schmoz in this, isn't there? Oh, there, there is a bit of schmoz. Terry Peters, as our resident WCW cynic, did you enjoy this bit of a view? Um, a little bit of it. Main event was different. Oh, I'll say different. There you go. Different. Is that is that good or bad? Bad. Is it as bad as you thought it was going to be? It was very... Um, you didn't want to watch it, did you? It was very it conscious was... of what it might be. Yeah, and when you look at this, you think, yeah, I was probably right. <laughs> <laughs> so it did live up to your expectations, albeit your expectations were on the floor. <laughs> well, put it, put it this way, they're never high, are they, my expectations of a, of a WCW pay-per-view? And I think if we do... If we ever do pay-per-views in about a year's time, my opinions may change, but this one certainly hasn't changed it. Or the main event certainly hasn't changed it. Lou, as our... This is obviously your pick. As our resident WCW fan, did this live up to your expectations? You like, to put it bluntly, uh, absolute shite. Oh, I will say that, you know, it was my pick, but also it was the pick of thousands and thousands of wrestling around heads out there. Who also loved WCW. That is true. Did they love WCW though, or did they love our pain? Probably a bit of both, to be honest. Um, I think I'm quite popular, but I don't know about Terry. But yeah, <laughs> I no, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, mainly because I was thinking, I, boy, I can't wait to get on the podcast and talk about this, slash see Terry's face um, and listen to him discuss it. But yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Well, did you actually though? Yeah, but like not in a if you if you go in expecting like a good show, no, this isn't the one for you. But if you go in expecting an absolute banner permeated by Hulk Hogan just being ridiculous all the way through it, um, then yeah, this was quite frankly a brilliant show. <laughs> okay, it's outrageous, isn't it? Hogan? I think ninety five ninety five Hulk Hogan is my favorite wrestler. <laughs> you're, two you're... Shows, oh, this is just two shows where Hulk Hogan's behavior has been, to put it frankly, absurd. Um, <laughs> and it's made for fantastic, fantastic viewing. What is Hulk Hogan at this point? What is he? Uh, oh, it's a parody it's himself. Isn't it? and he's 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 clearly at the end of like the Hulkamania is at the end. He's dying every time he's like, oh, look at this to the Hulkamania said You're booing the fuck out of him, but he carries. Would you, would you say he's dying, or would you say he's completely dead? Oh, he's completely he's dead. Gone. It was the point where he was just like, do you want me a Macho Man to win it or something? Everyone's like, fucking Macho Man. <laughs> That was yeah. Oh, we'll get we'll get there at the but end. I've heard I've heard on good rumors that around this point he was really good friends with Sting and Randy Savage. Yeah, well, there's there's a rumor floating the boat. Yeah. Shall we do it then? Shall we do? Let's get into. Yes, please. Let's please. This is WCW yeah. World War Three, 1995. So it was on the 26th of November. Um, it was at a Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. Twelve thousand people there. I mean, the buy rate, the buy rate was 0.43. Is that good? It, it looked I don't massive. Think so. It looked yeah. massive. This place. Yeah, it's only a standard arena, isn't it? Google it. It's still open. Lovely Go catering on. options. Go on, um, including a pub. It's got a pub. Oh, nice. It's part of it, and you can order it at the moment because the, the arena is closed. You can order it to to, to your outside catering. Good to see. Good to so see. So if you're in the uh, if you're in the Virginia waterfront area, <laughs> as Tony Giannis says, that's what it's now called. 
Um, then yeah, order your food from the, uh, the Norfolk Scope, the pub at the Norfolk Scope. But also all the classics, you know, chicken, pizza, it's got the works. It was a uh, good, and yeah, what a roof. They kept showing a roof, didn't they? But oh, it looks fantastic. Up also, it's the, the same room. place um, the DX invaded Nitro. Oh, I yeah. I believe that was at night time, wasn't it, Lil? Fucking daytime, Ross! <laughs> Uh, if anybody hasn't seen heard that it's like I think it's a, is it one of the first 83 weeks it's like the second week or something like that. it's the first time Comrade goes at the yeah. bishop in it yeah. right. it's not it's still, still waiting to do it to um, JR but um, <laughs> did not take it long at all <laughs> to do it to Eric oh. so this is the first World War 3 pay-per-view unbelievably it would go on for five years wow even at this point it felt a little bit out of place I was amazed that they did this again, I will lie. Oh my god, it's horrendous. But we have an opening video package, which weirdly says at the bottom, cards subject to change. Yeah, I noticed that. Well, I just assumed somebody wasn't doing something. Why? I wonder if it was to do with the Battle Royal, because there's obviously 60 people in it, and they can't obviously guarantee 60 people. Yeah, I'd, I mean, you wouldn't have been able to tell if there were 60 people in there. There could have been 40 for all we know. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Could have that's been like WWE true. that time where oh, no, they had the WWE have fifty one in that fifty man battle royale. Was it forty nine? I have no idea. It was one of, the, one of the Saudi shows a couple of years ago, and yeah, they got the number of people wrong. Oh, that's good of them, isn't it? But what the only video package basically just shows. Well, it goes on about World War Three. It's, it's basically just um, look how good Hulk Hogan is. Like every video <laughs> package. <laughs> it is. Look, how, look how fantastic Hulk Hogan is in this era. <laughs> Every video package, no matter if in the match or not, has something to do with Hogan. He's just such a ridiculous, ridiculous human being. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it's them. Um, we we first start off with uh, Tony Giovanni and Bobby Heenan. They will be the main commentators throughout, which is classic. Heenan's great again all the way through this. Giovanni mm-hmm. is Giovanni at this point. He's inoffensive, isn't he? And no, then he's, not fed, he's not fed up like he is later on when we watch the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> he's enthusiastic he's, you know he's not hating life at this point no he isn't that's very true still there. well we go to Lou I imagine you love this and you've probably got a lot of stuff to say um, we've got Mean Gene he yes. stood there with Hulk Hogan and oh I'm not sure if they were friends or not but Sting and Randy <laughs> Savage are there oh my god uh, and Hogan's dressed all in black It's at, it was at this point I forgot that his moustache got shaved off yeah, yeah. he got it back did he think, no yeah, think I mean, which was the worst thing any man could ever do. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anybody who wants to find out why his, his mustache has been shaved off, go back in the archives and watch Halloween Havoc 95, and you'll find out why Hulk Hogan's gone to black. But he's no longer in black. Dark side of Hogan is gone. He takes all his gear off. He's wearing the red and yellow underneath. Even the trousers. Um, <laughs> he, <laughs> he sets it on fire. Um, no, he didn't set it on fire. Just randomly set it on fire. That was I thought great he about it. Throw in it. I thought he threw a match in there. I thought he just, I thought he just, he put it in the bin, and all of a sudden it was just on fire. Did he throw I a thought, match in? I thought he threw a match in. Yeah, he oh, threw a match in. I think. I thought this was better than it was. And I thought yeah. like the Ultimate Warriors so was doing it from the outside. Really, yeah. there was a match in there, um, and then for some it, reason the, the interview is still going on as it's burning. Um, Sting is just stood in front of everyone. They're, they're a bit worried about it, aren't they? Well, yeah, me and Gene obviously gets a bit uncomfortable. Tell somebody, Sting starts putting water in it, there's smoke going across the screen, you can't see, you can't see a thing. It felt like it got a bit out of control. 
Savage is just walking around. Yeah, Sting, Sting is just literally in front of everyone else. And then Hogan pulls up what he calls a rag sheet and basically slags off the uh, Wrestling Observer newsletter. Something else for the first time. Is it the first? I presume it's the first time. Well, allegedly, the popularity of the Wrestling Observer newsletter online or whatever it's called went up in popularity after this because this was wow. most people's introduction to it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, because then he was like, oh, yeah, just don't believe what you read in the dirt sheet. It's going in there instead. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, that makes a bit of society. He's basically slagging off the, the dirt sheet because they're saying that Savage is out and he's injured. His arm is pretty bandaged up. I mean, I, we'll get to that in the Savage match. But this segment... We're what with ten minutes in, absolute clusterfuck. <laughs> it was just how badly uh, it went wrong with that fire. It was just the way that they were obviously just panicking. It was that. It was that. Hogan expected a big pop, but he was just getting booed, <laughs> booed soundly. Acting like he's in can box fears and whipping those trousers off and then burn them. Just, just great. even like the, even to have like a second backup bandana underneath. <laughs> Here's the details, isn't it? You gotta do the details. <laughs> it's, it's the little things in it, like yeah. Because yeah, you gotta think you did well. Because you, you'd think like you know, if anyone had two bananas on, and you took one off, the chances are the second one would come up with it. But he managed to keep it on. I like to think it was like a double-sided tape to his head or something. Yeah, stuck on. He should have what he should have done because he was going back to classical cartoons. He should have got a stick on mustache afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> If it had somehow just like stuck a mustache on. <laughs> how years. long is it how long do you reckon it, it takes it to grow and... I don't know. It would have been great though if it was he went away for a while, didn't he after this, I think. He won on Starcade afterwards. Well, was but do you know it would have been great if it was the other way around and say Hulkamini didn't have a mustache, but like Bad Hogan did. And he rips a mustache off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he just had like a full latex face mask on. But the only difference was the mustache. So he just rips the, rips the whole thing off and it's just the same with the mustache. Oh, it's a bit like, uh, you know, Family Guy, who's the, who's the newsreader? Ah, I don't know his name. Tom, Tom Tucker. Tom Tucker. There's an there's a episode where he loses his mustache. Yeah, he? He get, he get, and then he, get, he gets it chucked back and he's like, oh, you're shaking. <laughs> he gets it back at the end, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's what it is. Lou, I assume this was your favourite segment of the night. I think it was until Hogan came out again for his second interview. <laughs> Oh. It was just like it was just so childish as well. Like, yeah, we're all friends, right, guys? Like, <laughs> and then they're all like, "I'm sorry, brother. I can't remember what they're apologizing about." But everyone, but they're all apologizing all to each other. Themselves, it? I think they were yeah. all friends, but they was in the match at the end together. Yeah, but they're all they're all friends, and it was like, you know, Hogan was like, "It doesn't matter as long as one of us wins it." Like, yeah, I'll care then, Hogan. We'll wait and see on that one. <laughs> Oh. But uh, it was it was glorious, absolutely glorious. It's well, they mean Gene. He gets about them. I think he's on about this show about eighteen times. And funnily enough, the next segment is uh, Mean Gene interviewing DDP uh, and the Diamond Doll. Basically, Diamond Doll Kimberly Page is not happy with with DDP, saying he's always bothered about is the TV title, and puts herself on the line for the winner. Mm. She does it to herself. She pimps out herself. Could have just, just left him. Yeah, she, she could have just said, I'm not happy with you. 
instead of signing my services over to another man, I'll just I'll just go. <laughs> yeah. Strange way of uh, getting to that stipulation. I can see why it would be problematic for like DDP or, or who's the other guy, John Rivera, to say like, right. oh yeah, she's the prize. Yeah. So I guess this is the best way of doing it, but it's weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was. Um, could have just said at the end, um, if you lost, you're a loser. I don't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. I'll win over this winner. Kicks in the balls. Yeah, well, it happens all the time, doesn't it? Oh, so we'll go to the first match. Uh, DDP with the Diamond Door against Johnny B. Bad, who is the WCW World TV Champion. Which is a remake <laughs> of Halloween Havoc. Yeah, re- hey, you love to see the continuity, don't you? I actually knew what was going on. Well, I say I knew what was going on. I had a vague idea of what was going on. <laughs> a recollection. Yeah. Before we get into the match, there's obviously three rings. The three rings are there all the time. Mm. Do you not think the ring looks really unprofessional? Which yeah, one? they could have ironed that ring apron. That's oh, what I meant. I just it looked badly put together. The ten buckles didn't correlate whatsoever. They just well, why they, why they color coordinated so it was different in each ring? No, one was red, one was yellow, one was a mixture of the both with blue, bits of blue. Didn't even notice. Well, they probably like they, they got like they got like one main ring and like, oh shit, we need, we need two more rings. So we're gonna get from. <sighs> but they, yeah, itch, none sorry. of the you're sat on the other side of the third ring. How yeah. do you have any idea what's going on in this match? You've got no idea, have you? Uh, I mean, even the... Did you see where the commentary team was It would have been cool sat? to be sat, sat in the middle of all three, though. That would have been mad. The commentary team were literally sat on the apron, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Which for WCW is weird, because they're normally up at the top, aren't they? Yeah. To be yeah. fair, that, been, I suspect... Which would have been better for this, really, because then you could see all three rings. See what was going on, yeah. Yeah. But then you didn't need to see all three rings. But also, then we wouldn't have got that fantastic uh, interaction between the brain and Sonny Ono later on, so... <laughs> <laughs> worth it worth it just for that oh I just, yeah I just thought the, the apron looked crap it looked like they'd been put up in about two minutes it probably had yeah oh, like I guess this, this point WCW's production values weren't anywhere near as good as WWE's really. this was I mean I think they tried harder on this show what with it was, uh, there was, there was pyro for days DDP with his little weird confetti cannon and then uh, Johnny B. Bad coming out holding one of them Roman candles. Yeah, they were trying out. Yeah, that two was Roman, weird. Two Roman, Roman candles. Two. Come on. Two. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, they're not, they're not Tower Doom levels yet, but this is. Even considering, like, Halloween Havoc the month before, I thought the production values were better other than the ring, which is shit. Yeah, it's just a ring. I just. It's what you see in it, and I just think the ring really. I mean, I don't like that light blue anyhow. I don't think it looks yeah. very good. And obviously, the ring open was disgusting. Like, there's something you used to go over with an iron. Yeah. Needed. Just a bit. It's not it didn't so much with it. Just the, the front, just the front one. Just yeah. the front one. That's Camera just, side. Do I have to do all three? Having said that, I thought this was the best match on the card. Um. <laughs> yeah, it started, off, it started off well. And... It I, was. It went slightly too long. There was a spot. With the whole perfect ten in there, which I just thought, you, right? That was Ty Dillinger's one thing. Ty is one thing. Ty Dillinger's story of him. But that it, it they did that and he did his finisher and he pinned him and then DDP kicked out or hit the ropes and it was just like that would have been just a good point to finish it. And yeah. after that, it, it felt like it was like uh, it was almost like you know when a band comes out for like uh, what's it what's it called an encore, yeah. but it's just I've already played all the good songs, so yeah. it's just like oh, it's a few B sides. I would say this was my second favorite match. I think well, I yeah, I think yeah. It, obviously, the battle royal was was great, Pierce. But if you're taking that out, <laughs> I don't. That's not that's not on any level what I've ever seen. <laughs> I like to be fair that I really like Johnny Bivard. 
And I really like his music as well. I, I think I said this really at Halloween good. Havoc, but yeah. I think yeah. he's really good. I thought he'd been staying. Yeah, and it so is you hired him, but then he won't allow to use a gimmick, which is yeah, why he ended up being uh, the model. And also, yeah, he, if he wasn't married to Sable, he probably would have still been wrestling now. Nice one, was got... it? Huh? Is that Matt Mirror? Matt Mirror. Yeah, it's the same this is Rick Mattel. <laughs> <laughs> it's why you? Matt Mirror. Stop Matt Mirror. This is Rick Mattel. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're an absolute idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it is a different person, though. Piers, you confirm. Uh, this is Matt Mirror. This is Matt Mirror. You moron. I thought this was Rick Mattel. <laughs> Are you kidding? No. What, you what are you talking about? Is that Rick Mattel? No, it's Matt Mirror. Uh, I guess, yeah, fuck me. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I thought you were taking the piss. <laughs> no, no. I thought <laughs> You're an idiot. You idiot. <laughs> we literally discussed well, about this like three weeks ago whenever we did Tell Them We Yeah, happened. we did. Well, I got really well, confused. I thought well, it was Rick Mattel. Then I thought he's married to Sherry Mattel. And I thought, no, it's different. That's different. What, what we can conclude from this is wrestling around us. Lou's a big moron. Yeah, don't listen to <laughs> do don't, don't listen to Lou. You don't, no, Lou don't but then, yeah. as I was saying, Vince clearly lost interest in Matt Miro when he blurred eyes on Sable. That's yeah, I think he did. Yeah. What did he think of Rick Mattel? Rick Mattel was last week against the tanker. Yeah, I thought it was the same person. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that really. Someone should, someone, somewhere should be offended about that. Do you, do you want to put your head in the fish? Yeah, uh, do you need to put your head in the fish? <laughs> Where's the Power Rangers mask? <laughs> okay, maybe you should have a few seltzers, carry yourself down. I should, yeah. I'm, just, I'm not drinking tonight, and this is what it does to me. Johnny would be bad did a nice little fliff over the top rope, though, didn't he, as well, in this match? I thought yeah, it was but... really, really impressive. Yeah, I really yeah. liked it. I don't know how Rick Martell would have gone against DDP, though. Yeah. I mean, well, it fuck. might have been. David Meltz gave this three and a half. If Rick Martell was in it, I reckon he'd give it four yeah, and a half. What, the fuck is, what was Rick Martell doing at this point? How is he? <laughs> <laughs> it's still WWF, I guess. I don't know. I don't, no, I think he was at WCW, wasn't he? I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. I, I did like the Diamond Dollars, though, with the like the ring girl thing, giving the tens out. Yeah, but we got a little bit of that at the last one, didn't we? Um Wait, I think the main difference is between this and the last one was the fact this one went 12 minutes and the last one went about half an hour. I thought it was maybe slightly too long, but when you compare it to that one. He was wrestling in Malaysia at this point. Uh, in Malaysia? Or he was wrestling in Malaysia? In Malaysia. Uh, Malaysia. Yeah. So, Johnny B. Bad wins after a slingshot leg drop. He retains and also wins the Diamond Doll. Terry Peters, great decision. I mean, you knew the Diamond Doll was going to side with him, didn't you? Let's be honest. We all knew that was coming. Is this uh, when... Well, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I was showing up as a fucking booty man later on. Oh, well, he was a mole, wasn't he? <laughs> How does the booty man end up as the booty man? He's freaking Zodiac in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, is this before or after DDP goes through his like, homeless stage? This is before. So when so, we watched, was that ninety six? So that was ninety six. Yeah, when when she was then at that point with the booty man. Yeah. So maybe she decided like, oh, I don't want to be with um, with Mattel. I want to be with. The, and maybe the she man. thought maybe she thought he was up against Rick Mattel, and then got really yeah. annoyed when she when he gets to the back. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, you're Matt Mero. <laughs> yeah. Why did yeah. I why did I spend all morning thinking it was Rick Mattel? I had no idea. Because you're an idiot. Yeah. Frankly, they even, look, they they even look alike. I don't know. I no. genuinely thought he was joking. No, no. they don't because 
<laughs> Mark Miro's got facial hair and the the model doesn't. Well, I just thought I looked at him. I thought he's a dashing man because that makes sense because he was the model. <laughs> Christ. But after the match, we get Mean Gene. Um, he's about to interview Johnny uh, B. Bad and the Diamond Doll. But first. <laughs> is that talking about the WWF steroid scandal? <laughs> yeah, what was that about? That <laughs> just, was weird. Just to, plug, just to plug the hotline. So that's what they. So that's what they're doing now inside of Info, I guess. At this point, is they've got a hotline. Did you, you said they've got some more news. Ring the hotline. It just felt so out of place. It felt unnecessary. It yeah. felt really unnecessary to try and get some money into the company by throwing shade at WWE. When they're, when they're already under the bus, I would suggest people are probably more likely to turn to WCW. Was this Bishop then? Was Bishop in charge at this point? Yeah. That was that was his team, uh, wasn't it? In charge. Yeah, so this is already setting the turn then, isn't it? Clearly. <laughs> it's like the Kentucky Derby. Is that the Sprite? Sprite, Sprite Trumpet. I don't think you you should have done that after the whole absolute whatever you've just done there, calling Matt Mero with Mattel. I don't think you deserve a trumpet. Very similar as that. Not having it. Have you had a famous wife? Yeah. There we go. Idiot. Anyway, there's an interview with Johnny B. Bad and the Diamond Doll, um, and he basically says to her, "You can make your own decision because he's he's just a good lad, and also he's married to Sybil." So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go on to the, uh, the match after them. Yeah. Big Bubba Rogers against Hacksaw Jim Duggan in a taped fist match. And so, this is the third week in a row we've seen Big Bubba Rogers. Mm. Yeah, bonus points. Who is Big Bubba Rogers? Matt Mirror. Come on. <laughs> no, he's the big boss man. Yeah. Um, oh, is he? Uh, Roadkill from ECW. <laughs> yeah, he, does does look, he does look like Roadkill from ECW. <laughs> oh, is he not actually Roadkill from ECW? I mean, I'm can hardly believe anything anymore, so I could you could have got me with that. I'm all over the place. He's not Roadkill from ECW. Maybe, maybe just like him. Um, for anybody who doesn't know what Roadkill dress is like, um, if you watch uh, Mate Darren Young great again, what Bob Backlund is wearing, pretty much is the same thing. Shirt and braces. This is a tape fist match. It. You can win by pinfall or knockout. They go 10 minutes and... It's a long um, 10 minutes. I'm going to say it now. Um, I don't think... To catch him when he was trying to attack him. <laughs> I don't think there should ever be a 10-minute Jim Duggan match. No. <laughs> what didn't make sense is, why does Jim Duggan attack him when Jim Duggan's the face? Because he's just so angry. There's a blood I actually, I actually thought Big Bubba Rogers was the face because of how Duggan attacked him. I just found it hilarious that they were showing fucking Bubba come down and then just like Hacksaw was just sauntering around the background it took him forever to catch him I was like bloody hell I can see what they're going for here but it's like you know on the new WWE 2K games where like they walk into the ring and you can like run into attack yeah yeah. but if you leave it too far it just takes forever to catch him and you can't do it and you get in the ring and it just starts anywhere yeah. I thought that was going to happen because it just took him forever forever to walk down run down whatever he was doing I mean, this match was crap. It's exactly what you expect. They've got tape fists, so they just punch each other. Um, and there was an Enziguri at one point, which just came out of nowhere. <laughs> but they keep switching rings. Yeah. It's annoying me. We've seen this before in uh, RWCW, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Just do stay in the. I ring. guess, though, if, I guess, like, it's for the fans 
who were in, you, they can't see anything, can they? Yeah, that's true. But it's just finding weird, good ways of doing it. But also, just if you're doing that, just don't do a free ring battle royal. That's the easiest way to solve that problem. Yeah, yeah. Not have three rings. Mm. Yeah, that's, like, it was this, just crap. It was awful. Um, for some reason, VK Wall Street comes out with a chain. Then Duggan hits him with a two by four, but Rogers somehow gets the chain, punches him, falls over. Um, but he gets up before the ten count, so Big Brother Rogers wins. Ten minutes, absolute bollocks. Tao Peters, um, I imagine you wrote crap for this. I wrote, is Duggan the first, but he did a surprise attack. I like the tape. T- oh, taping um, Big Brother Rogers taping Hacksaw to the rope was very clever. I'm glad he did that. I, I did like that. Because it was a bit stupid just retaping his wrist on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I put this didn't do it for me, and I commented on how weird the commentary position is. Yeah. Big Dave gave it half a star, and I think that's too generous. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, would you agree with Tao Peters? No, because I just enjoyed Brain absolutely burying Doug and all over it. <laughs> just call him, a, call him a dumbass, basically. <laughs> like, he talked about his mum and said his mum had three teeth or something. Yeah. Just like just a, a dumbass hair Connie. <laughs> I think is what I was going with. But yeah. You Jim Duggan. Yeah, is that right? What an offense. It didn't feel like it went. They got ten minutes. Ten minutes. Oh, did yeah. Jim feel like it went ten minutes for me? Really? Yeah. Jim Duggan was nearly the face of uh, WWF, wasn't he? Yeah, so they got smart. Um doing the weed. Yeah, he got so, doing the weed. Do yeah. weed. I mean I mean it, did he he did he win the first Royal Rumble? He did. In the first, but were, I mean, it, it didn't mean anything at that point. It was just TV. It was just about a battle royal TV show. Yeah. But he bloody won it, and there's only 20 men there as well. Good for him. Mm. He was in the. He is in there later on, of course, there is because I think they must have just had 60 people. <laughs> I'm That's sure a lot of people to, have on the roster though. It's a Bischoff's podcast, and they just they just got random people in. So if you look at people and think, do they? I don't think they knew either. There that, is a that doesn't. That was why they were saying like it's like international stars and stuff, and it was just random jobbers who had like foreign sounding names. Mm-hmm. Dead Taylor. Yeah, <laughs> Dead Taylor. The, the, the British champion, Dead Taylor. British champion, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Dave Taylor's out there doing bits, you know what I mean? <laughs> L. There was no Squire, Dave Taylor, to you. Yeah, Squire. Who's the L? Bobby Eaton. Or Robert, Eaton. Robert Eaton. Yeah. Or you'll probably think it's, I don't know, uh, Ricky Steamboat or something. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Pierce here. So the first match was all right. This match was uh, terrible. Yeah. Would you yeah. say this is the worst match on the card? Um. No. Yeah, good. It's not. Is it not? not a, we're not including the the. the and we're not. Line. Yeah, the not in, in the main. <laughs> There's a worst match after this. Yeah, it, it's, I can't remember. Did you you put well? Do you like to miss out matches? Don't you look so? Yeah, we'll get. I guess we'll get to it. Right, <laughs> yeah, you, you'll know <laughs> it as soon as we get there. I got two more matches written down, so. <laughs> There's only seven matches altogether. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's because I thought I was, I was watching this with the intention of recording the podcast straight away afterwards. So I thought I could be light on those because I remember it all, but I've slept since then now and I've, you know, don't remember a damn thing. Yeah, I was busy, to be fair. Yeah. I'll let you know we're in good time. I didn't let you know like five minutes before. <laughs> busy during during lockdown. What's it doing? Well, it's oh, decorating. What's it doing? Just decorating. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not bitter about it, it's fine. Yeah, but you sound bitter. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Do your yeah. goddamn job and take some notes. You were annoyed at me, the fact you was too lazy to just... They're all up here. <laughs> They're all up here. 
And even when you take notes, you don't take notes for half the matches in you. No, I happen to say, what's the point? I thought you were the notes guy. You know, but the point is, you need to know when the next match is coming up. <laughs> before, I got job, before I got jobs on here, right? <laughs> Peter's is the editor. Somehow yours is boiled down to putting stupid alarms on. Yeah, you've got the oh, easiest whoa. job. Oh, wait a minute, who's the social media guy? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> hey, I gave us a shout out this week. Oh, good. It's bloody time. You've got record listening to them because, because of it. You could have done it. You could have done it on the video that got like three thousand views or whatever it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when twenty football manager twenty twenty two comes out, and you do your first video on the first day. First thing you need to say is follow wrestling around. Okay, done. What I mean? Right, so after that match, this is a WCW pay per view. So of course, Mean Gene is the next person we see. Do you think he's getting paid a lot? Do you think that's why they keep putting him out there? Yeah, I just don't think they had anyone else to do it. And everyone else is commenting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've got Mean Gene, he's having an interview with Ric Flair. Um, it's 95 Ric Flair, so it's just a lot of shouting. Woo! Yeah, I, I find it mad now looking back that Ric Flair, his gimmick was like a batshit crazy old man before he was old. You know, yeah. it's, just, it's just rambling coherent, incoherent nonsense, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it just didn't, didn't stop. He goes, I think he goes back to WCW, and I don't think he speaks a word of sense ever again. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think he really did that too last week when we were watching, but this was something else. <laughs> <laughs> was there ever a point where him and Hogan were doing a promo together at the same time? Because we need to sign, we need to sign that. <laughs> yeah, but which Hogan? 95 Hogan. Yeah, this year, like in 95. Was it a Hogan McFly match? Or was that the year before? I don't know. They had one, didn't they, at Bash at the Beach? Yeah, yeah, was, what, was that 95? 95, actually. No, oh. was, was Hogan and. I don't know. I don't know we'll much. Look. 95. We'll, we'll look at it. We'll find we'll out. Watch. Whether it's on, we'll do it. Yeah. We go on to the next match, which is, I guess, weird for 95 because it's a women's match. Mm. Um, it's a it women's was... tag team match, a women's Japanese tag team mm. match between Cutie Suzuki and Mayumi Ozaki against Bull Nakamo and Akira Hokuto, who is married, if you didn't know, um, didn't mention this much, to uh, Kensuke Sasaki, who was the US champion. I didn't mention it whatsoever. For some strange reason, uh, Mike Tanier is, is on the commentary team. <laughs> because he, like... he knows what's going on, because Brandon yeah. didn't have a fucking clue. Yeah, I was going to say, Brandon Brand didn't have a, a I think what I mean, though, so this is like, he didn't have an absolute mare <laughs> in, this, um, in this match. He had no idea what was going on. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't. Um, Sonny Ono comes out with uh, Bull Nakamo and Akira Hakuto. Well, Bull Nakano was on with the hair, right? Yeah, that's yeah. the only one I know. When they all had hair, but... The one, with, the one with the one with straight up. Yeah, he, he, I'm pretty sure you used to be able to do that in one of the, the old WWE games. Yeah, this is stayed up for like the majority of the match. It was heavily hairspread, wasn't it? Yeah, very. I was going to say there's a few cans in there, and they. Yeah, yeah. Bull was the uh, WWF Women's Champion. Was really? In 1992. I think that's where I recognise a hair from. And then she became a professional golfer. Yeah, good for her. Which makes sense because the golfizer would would have made her hair was still perfect. <laughs> the old little visor thing. If she could reach to put it up, <laughs> put it on, and maybe Madge Simpson. Do you think that's where Scotty Tawati got his? Um... I reckon so. But Scotty Tawati looks like shit in comparison to that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because this is a woman with like full length like hair, like, and then she just shelled it up. Adds yeah. like extra two foot on. It's insane. Yeah, it, it's impressive. It's. Yeah. I mean, this match. 
was all right, wasn't it? Um, very ahead of its time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. very. It's about, I report it's about 25 years out, too early for it. Because like, I remember Heenan was like, oh, I think this is the best women's match I've ever seen. And I was like, what are you talking about? Mate? But I thought, actually, it probably was at the time. Well, it is, yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest, it probably is. I mean, the crowd had no idea who anybody was. But no, I, thought... I, I didn't really have a, an idea either. <laughs> at one point, Apart from Bournemouth. I'm a WF Women's Champion. We became a professional golfer. I wrote a tag partner down as the pink lady. Sure, it's very pink. Yeah, because the, the crowd didn't know who anybody was, but they did got absolutely mental for like a simultaneous one-legged Boston crab. <laughs> oh, and yeah, the yeah. bit where they did like a, a, a two-woman suplex and like, whoa, have you ever seen that before? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, every tag match, but at the time. Yeah. Well, it, is a, it is a bit mad when you look at it and think like how far ahead of its time this match actually yeah. was. It was like the Sabu match like a month ago. Where were they, by the way? Are they gone by this point? Sabu. Yeah, yeah he's in the match, was he? <laughs> so he yeah. the he's probably smoking deweed somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. It's done. My one issue with this match is, um, and he's a friend of the show, referee Randy Anderson. <laughs> he's had a fucking mare tonight, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> ah, just complete. He completely lost control. There was like multiple. Uh, well, it's like cool. They're doing cool grabs, aren't they? With like yeah. double stomps from the oh, top row. That went on for about four or five times. Randy Anderson decided he's he's had enough of this, and then tries to catch the legal person <laughs> in the match. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Was legal. Brandon knows legal. But yeah, right. Fucking, it was insane. So he tries to catch the person who's legal. Can't do it. They do the thing, and then like the, the person who's not legal gets out the ring. Randy Anderson's like, right, finally got control again. But then does absolutely nothing when the person who's not legal gets back in the ring. He, he's not had a good one, has yeah. he? <laughs> WCW refs are genuinely the worst refs I've ever seen. Oh, they're terrible. They just get too involved, but they shouldn't do. <laughs> don't get involved. They don't look. As we know later on. <laughs> He gets far. One of them gets far to, too involved later conclu- on. He jumps to conclusions, <laughs> and he don't count properly. Is that oh. ring made out of steel? Randy He's Anderson. Like, do a little tap at you, Danny. Do a proper count. Oh, it's just, sometimes you're watching the matches and you can't watch anything else apart from the refs. Why, uh, why is he trying to catch people? <laughs> what were you doing if he had caught her? What's going on out here? I don't know. It's like, just put it down. Calm down, you. Settle down. <laughs> Calm down and said, oh, well, I guess we'll carry on with the match now. Settle down. Oh, Christ. Um, it went nine minutes. Uh, Bull Nakano hits a leg drop, which was looked pretty horrendous from mm. the top rope on uh, Mayumi Ozaki um, to win by pinfall. So Nakano and Hakuto are the winners. What did we think then? It's fun, wasn't it? Mm. I noticed Brain. One, I don't know. Well, someone said that they were going. These ladies were going to have a, a long career, and Bull McCarno retired a year later as well, which I thought was quite amusing. Yeah, yeah one of them, one of them did retire in '99 as well. Yeah, yeah so. so Fisher had been wrestling since '83. So I, I mean, Bull McCarno had a good, a good run on the golf circuit, as we discussed. Did I, I mention, was, I mentioned that yet? She's a professional golfer, you know. I think those them um, are relatively young because I, I'm pretty sure they're all in the fifties now. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you said that the average age was like 27, 28, but they had like. 40 odd years experience because it all started really early. Mm. Which you. They must but you got to think about it. For female wrestlers, that's like. Trish Stratus and Lita, they must have retired like early 30s, didn't they? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like Molly Holly was only like 27 when she retired. I guess it's. Um, I mean, they all do it. Not being a woman, um, but I, I assume once you've had a child, you're probably unlikely to go back in. 
We'll find out yeah. with Becky Lynch, won't we? I don't think you'll see Liz, that much more. Evans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Bellas, I don't know. The Bellas will limit her return. No, they have Ask us something good. Yeah. Um, but there's not many. Mickey James, I think she's had the kids, actually. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be, though. I, I assume that's why they. Yeah. Retire. Yeah, it's like yeah. Women, women footballers retire a lot earlier. Yeah. Um, I guess perfectly understandable, but maybe that's why. Oh, you just get sacked if you're awesome, Kong, don't you? For being pregnant. <laughs> well, she didn't tell she him, got, did she? she? Got sacked. Did she get sacked? She got, yeah, is that she got the released. reason she got sacked on it? I really. Yeah, she, I don't think she told them, did she? That's what a sack it releasing is a sacking in it. In, well, yeah. In wrestling. Yeah. yeah. What was it one? Um, Dawn Marie. She was also released while pregnant. I think Jackie Gaeda was all, while she was on thing as well. Tom Marie actually actually won an unfair dismissal lawsuit. Oh. So yeah, she Maria, did. Maria was actually. She certainly had think that. Maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Not come back. None of our jobs to come back to once we had a kid. Yeah. But what do we think of this match then, Lou? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's fun. Fun match. <laughs> I enjoyed it. You didn't write any notes, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I told you about five minutes ago before we started talking about this. I'd already summarised. Oh well, I really summarised the whole thing. But yeah, no, up... it, was, it was a fun match. There was the um, I just I, I was just amazed again by Brian's comment, Brian's commentary because he didn't have a clue what was going on, and I thought he was a bit dismissive at the start, and by the end he was like, "Whoa, fucking hell, this is good." I'd um, I'd just like to play a little game here. Guess the star rating. So first uh, up, step up, Lou Markham. Guess the star rating. Oh, well, it's it's it's, it's Meltzer, It's Japanese, but also the women. So I'm going to go with four, four stars. Ross, step well, up. I'm going because it's Japanese. Thirty-eight. Uh, Lou, Lou's bang on the money with four. Yeah, he's never given a he's never given five stars to a women's match, but I think. Uh, s- sort of spoiler alert. This is his highest ma- star rating throughout the pay per view. What? Oh, because oh, he didn't he didn't rate Battle Royals. Is that probably why? So I thought he'd have a right add on for the next match. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His <laughs> raging burn has died down a little bit on this one. <laughs> His stonk's gone to a semi. He's <laughs> oh, climbed Danny and. Uh, oh, what's he, going he, on here? Yeah. <laughs> is Jerry Lawler joined us? All of a sudden, Peter's just talking about burners. Join him on streams on Friday night where you can hear a bit more about <laughs> and Sunday mornings now. So. And Sunday morning, does it all? He does it all, yeah, Peters. No. Some people go to church, other people watch Peters on Twitch. Yeah, please don't get them mixed up though. Do not worship Terry Peters on Twitch. <laughs> people do it. Terry Peters, Terry Peters, the false prophet. <laughs> it's WCW, so we've got Mean Gene. He's back again for literally. I think this is the fourth time and we're in under less than an hour. Yeah. It's on more than Stephanie McMahon. Oh, but she, to be fair, she didn't invent women's wrestling. That's true. So, so the last match... Me and Gene invented... Mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's... Yeah, your mustache is a little crooked. <laughs> it's a bit straighter this time, I don't you know. He'd it listen to her old, old Randy. Oh, Christ. Um, yeah, that would have upset me if someone aired me on... You know, live TV. <laughs> said your mustache is crooked. <laughs> Maybe he said it to Hogan and that's why he got shaved off. I think that's what happened, yeah. He just, he just, he just wants to be the only guy with a mustache. <laughs> you know when there was that rumour in like early 2000s that Triple H wanted to be on the only block with long hair in Nestle? 
I think it's the same with um, Hogan. Is well, me and Gene his mustache. Is that true? Yeah, I think that's why um, Simon Dean had to cut his hair because he looked too much like Triple H. That's outrageous, isn't it? Yeah. Because do you know what I mean? It's not like he was the first long-haired. I could right if he was the first long-haired wrestler. It could have been like a little mini Triple H. I could add add a double. It could have been double H. Yeah. Just hair Helmsley. Do you know what I mean? If it's just like, come on. If he was the first one to do it, and everyone started copying him, I couldn't understand him having a grievance. But yeah. come on, mate. And apparently that's the thing in the early 2000s. Yeah. Talk about the old power trip. Anyhow. Not with, um, Jimmy Hart and Lex Luger. Yeah, and it's quite obvious that Lex Luger is reading from a screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a promo, the key thing is the eye contact. And Lex Luger is just looking <laughs> at the floor. So there's either a screen or some paper taped to a floor. And he finishes uh, looking at the screen with about two words to go. It is horrific. Someone should just lift it up a little bit. Come on. Yeah. No, just have a guy there off camera just holding it. Yeah. Like, I've watched shows and that where they're yeah, reading off screen. Yeah, teleprompter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, just, but when they do it on the watchers and that, so you can't tell they're reading off a screen. Mm. They hold it up at the camera. <laughs> but also, master uh, the point, what about me and Gene being conversational again, are right? Jimmy Hart, a little twerp. <laughs> <laughs> no fear. Yeah. But also, he had, uh, he had a moustache, yeah. actually, so that makes sense. The theory holds. Well, as we found out, yeah, me and Gene's threatened by anybody with moustaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, he's on the screen that much. He probably does have a lot of power. Hmm. So, uh, let's do it. Right, then the next match, then, um, considering this is like, oh, God, I bet Melzer was loving this, wasn't it? Talk about an absolute wet dream for him. We've got Chris Benoit. We've already covered them. We've got Chris Benoit against Kensuke Sasaki, who is the US champion. This goes 10 minutes. Sasaki comes out with Sonny Ono. 10 minutes um, on the button as well. Pretty damn impressive that he managed to get yeah. it on the notes. He's having a great time, Sonny Ono. So there's a little bit of a backstory. Um, Heat the Brain, Heenan, <laughs> has sold some of WCW to Sonny Ono, but screwed him. <laughs> So I don't think I don't I couldn't work out if he sold it for too much or he didn't have any right to sell him it. I think it, I think it was he didn't have any right to sell it. Like that. I mean the so crowd he got, he got kicked out of uh, WCW Pro. Um, yeah, I mean that's the only good bit of this match. The crowd the crowd literally don't give a shit. Sasaki wins after a rainbow stop after ten minutes to return. It is what it is. I mean it it was one of the matches which I assume everyone pretend that they like. It was boring. This is his favourite match. Was he it is my, my favourite match. Really? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Almost as good as uh, Brian Pillman and Goldust. And oh, come on. I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, my. I, when you said it was my favourite match on the card, I thought you was going to say... Um, no, I've no, got, got an issue with Bobby the Brain here. I've got an issue with Bobby the Brain here. He says a line Tell us more. He says a line that's very close. Well, Imagine that. Character? Imagine I'd... that, finishing your ice. <laughs> I can't believe this is your favourite match. Uh, right, Benoit dives to the outside as well and almost smacks his face into the guardrail. But it, it, it's, this match is just genuinely boring. Go How on. much does he look like Dynamite Kid in this as well, with his mullet? Yeah, I mean, he's just yeah. driving the horseman, isn't he? He's just, like, he's one of his he first matches. Uh, it's not the proper Brian horseman, Brian. though, is it? He, I know we've, it's not the proper horseman, is it? No, it's not. It's not Cody tied Dillon during the revival. Oh, oh. Gross. Um, you'll be Big Dave. Here's another round then. 
What what score did Big Dave give this? Lou, you go first. Three point seven five fears. Go on, Lou. Uh, Ross. Four and a half. He gave it. Well, I said earlier that the, the, the Bull Meccano tag match was his highest rating with four, so he already did it. <laughs> well, um, it was three and, and a quarter. I, I, yeah. oh, damn it. I, I thought I remembered that one right. It was three and a quarter. Oh, so that, of course, that's why we knew the four started. He'd already bloody seen it. Oh, I, thought, I thought I'd guessed it right. I said remembered. I meant to say guessed. This is unrelated to... Uh, to this match, but you just mentioned AEW, and I, I wanted to get this in because I thought it was absolutely outrageous. There was a guy online who claimed that um, John Moxley and Kenny Omega were the two biggest wrestlers in the world. I saw that. Yeah, it was the oh, it's John Aldo on it off. Uh, I don't know what it's off. It was, yeah. Come on. It was. It was oh, something. Not even the biggest wrestlers in AEW. They've got a big match again. Um... Wednesday, aren't they? Which will be out the same day as, as this. And we're better. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen. To we'll, we'll, we'll win. We'll win the demos. If, right. I'd have got um, in in the in the adult podcast demo, but then the week after we'll have it in like the the Southern State at five p.m. between eighteen and twenty year old demo. Yeah, but that, is the, you know. that is the key demo. Oh, about, sorry, yeah, of course it is. It's not about total listeners or total watchers. It's the key it's demo. The key demo. <laughs> Yeah, what what fit what fits our ratings and makes us sound good this week? Wrestling around, we're number one for single Pop. parents who own an iguana and a dog, but one of them's called Bill and the other one's called John. So absolutely, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That key yeah, demo. Shout, shout, shout out to Phil <laughs> and shout out to Bill and John as well, the iguanas. <laughs> one's a dog. Sorry, the dog. <laughs> yeah, just thought it was. A, yeah, no, I thought it was outrageous because it's obviously uh, it's the old old Roman, isn't it? As he, as he's proved. Yeah, but like, and if Smackdown, it is... Smackdown is the best TV show now, or wrestling TV show. Yeah, it is. At the moment. Um, yeah, Jay Uso is bigger than him. Kevin Owens is doing better than him. But if they said it about Omega when AEW started, I maybe would have got it. But AEW yeah. nothing short of kill Kenny Omega. Yeah, it's very um, AEW is very so like it's very. You need to know what's going on outside. You can't pick it up as a casual fan. I don't think as easily as WWE. Hmm. Or as WCW. Yeah, but you know, that's we watch two pay per views. We know every storyline now, and it all makes perfect, complete sense. Oh yeah, lo- loads of it. <laughs> but you know, right. AEW's like, oh, you got to watch Be Nearly, and you got to watch AEW Dark, and then you got to follow them on Twitter, and you know, what I mean, like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's good, but it's not. I, I don't see how it's like ten times better than WWE. I just, I just don't. The thing is, I'm just gonna put this out there. Just, I wish people would stop having to go each each product. Just watch what you want to watch. At the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Internet, I know you're listening. Just watch what you want to watch. You don't have to slag anything off what you don't like. If you want to watch AEW, watch AEW. If you want to watch WWE, I don't know, main event, because that's what you like, just watch it. Just enjoy yeah. it. I don't think you should slag off any wrestling promotion. Like, Peters, what do you think of WCW? Let me see. Right, shit. Say, <laughs> uh, Peters, um, your point there of everyone being nice to you. Have you never been on the internet? <laughs> Yeah, no, you're, I, not, you're um, not allowed to like more than one thing. Yeah, you know, you're like, well, you just get abuse of everything, you know. You go on your mate's Twitch stream, supporting, and you get abuse. Like, it's just there's nothing you can do these days. But genuine, though, that's I mean, rule, rule one of the internet is like something and then slag everything else off because it's not that. You're not allowed to like anything else apart from that the, one thing you like. I know, but the problem, the thing is, if people could just not be twats to each other on the internet, the internet would be a nice place. And genuinely, that that is what causes a lot of issues in society. Is just everyone having to fucking go at each other on the internet. 
if Pete, you could just respect other people's opinions. I mean, I respect Lou's opinion that WCW is, he thinks it's great. I think it's terrible. Fair dues. I do not, not respect Lou's opinion. <laughs> whatever. Just just get on with it. Do you know what I mean? Just, just, this, life is too short to be having to go at each other about fucking wrestling promotions. There's more in the world going on at the moment than who's, who's, who's having the best five star match. Who cares? If you want to watch a one star match, get on with it. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Peter's I hear you loud and clear. Just you you're not allowed. You have to you have to like only one thing. You know what I mean? Well, I like football manager, so Well you can't like anything else then, so every other game in the world is crap. That's fine. <laughs> football manager's given me many hours and hey, I had it up the other day. Since two thousand and twelve I played t- over ten thousand hours on football manager on Steam, which equates to nearly over four hundred days. Yeah, but Steam lies. Like, do you close your football manager down every time after you finish playing it? Like, yeah. you shoot your laptop? No, I could shut it down every time. Well, you completely... Actually, it's on like YouTube content. You completely close out and come out of it? Yeah, just shut everything down. I'm not I'm not wasting electricity charging, <laughs> leaving a computer on. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> Steam just counts it anyhow, doesn't it? Even, when it? even if it's open, you're not actually playing yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, it's been open for over 400 days on my, on my laptops and computers or whatever. But still, that's quite a lot of time. It's pretty impressive. And what yeah. about Biden? Biden, no. Anyway, yeah, just if everyone could just be nicer to each other, there's bigger things going on in the goddamn world at the moment. There you go. There's there you go. Be, there's there's Peter says, be kind, everyone needs to start being kind. I feel like we should, like, when you edit that, you should put some, like, inspirational music in it that, like, builds up to a crescendo. <laughs> That's nice. That's enjoyed it, yeah. Enjoyed that. I think the point was there, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Peter's is smashing it today. Um, yeah. Lou, what did you think of, of Benoit Sasaki then? Yeah, it was alright, wasn't it? I don't know. Benoit, you know, because you know the whole murder thing, I don't really can't really get into him. The thing is, I mean, obviously what he did was horrific, but I think if you if you just take it on a wrestling value for me, yeah. he, he's good, isn't he? I mean, obviously what he did was fucking the lowest of the low, wasn't it? But I think if you look at this is a match. I mean, obviously, as I've just said, if I like it, that's fine. If you don't like it, whatever, that's fine. But it's your interpretation of him as a character, isn't it? Or as a person, though. As a person, yeah. he's a piece of shit. As a character, fair dues. It, this, this is what his gimmick was, technical wrestling. Yeah. Also, Peters, I've just looked at my, you know, how long I've played football manager. Um, yeah, numbers were impressive, but that was 2012. Was it 1,000 hours you've played? Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars in total. All ah, right. I just that's how it's just because between football idea two thousand eighteen and two thousand twenty, I have four and a half thousand dollars. <laughs> if I had to count them all up, you know what I mean? I'll probably be beating you. Plus all the uncounted hours on 08, 10, 11 and everything else before that. So, uh, I'm just yeah, you know I mean, I'm just. just yeah, I'm saying his Steam's a liar because I clearly haven't played that because I have just I have a life. <laughs> so. I, I don't. <laughs> Two Peters, he's stuck in the bubble. Right, what, what are we what are we doing now? Well, oh, right, right, uh, well, well, apparently you're having a, a football match dick wearing contest between you two. <laughs> so we're doing now. Well. Oh, no, classic, to quote Ian Lee, we've all got dicks. <laughs> so we've got Mean Gene again. He's after literally after every match. I'm sick of him. Well, is this not the format? Because it's exactly the same at Halloween Havoc. It's, 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 I, match, I, it's match segment, match segment, match segment. Can't have a go, Mean Gene. 
No, I'm not having a go at Mean Gene. I'm just having a go at Ross. Ross, 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 I've had enough. I've had enough of him. I've had enough. It's been mean to Gene. It's classic WCW where they overpay people and they get above the station. Mean Gene's decided he wants to be on every segment. Come on, pal. You know what I mean? Come on. He's interviewing the Taskmaster, the Giant, and Jimmy Hart. Um, Jimmy Hart's in enough of him as well. The thing is, though, with Jimmy Hart, he's he's like the Paul Heyman of his day. Isn't he? He's just with everyone. So. Basically, the the taskmaster says um, he's annoyed at. Oh, the taskmaster is awful. He's it's literally not, one of my least favorite characters. Why is he Why is he dressed like Budget Hogan? What's going on? Well, that's why I was going to say yeah. that. The I was, rivalry I was now. Say Pikachu. We found out is because that only the taskmaster can wear red and yellow. <laughs> also, he was uh, he was the booker at this point, wasn't he? Yeah, as you can tell, because he puts himself. Yeah. He, he's he's literally. I don't know, right. Whatever Kevin Sullivan done in the, before this, I've got no idea. I'm just judging him on what I've seen. But he's literally the worst person ever. Yeah. He's put himself in the main event, God knows how many times he's booking. He's built up a full faction that he's leading, and he is god-awful. He is yeah. terrible. He, he should have stopped. He should not be the leader. It should have been Z-Gangster. I think we can all agree on that. I'd probably say Z-Gangster's better than him. <laughs> Z-Gangster. Oh, was that other fella? Final solution, or whatever it's called. Oh, Ultimate God. solution. <laughs> he was better than him. That guy. Yeah. Careful. Move on. <laughs> well, it's just the giant reads some poetry. What are they doing with him? This giant. He was reading poetry. Yeah, he was. It's it, annoyed and that, it barely, and it barely rhymed. It's annoyed that Hulk Hogan killed his dad in KFEB, which that's something to ask. But, I mean, so, Hogan, Hogan killed him last month, didn't he? Yeah, wouldn't you be in it? So, so what you're saying is there, right? So the giant is uh, the heel because he's got a genuine grievance against Hulk Hogan. Because Hogan. But I think in the story, Hogan didn't actually kill his dad. I think that's the that's the story. And, and then, um, obviously... To be fair, like, Hulk Hogan did, like, <laughs> did hit him off the side of a, an arena roof. Yeah, that wasn't even part of the rules. It wasn't part of the rules, brother. <laughs> He found he stopped to find out the rules. It wasn't part of the rules. Yeah. So yeah, well, I mean, to me, yeah, Hogan's Hogan's not training particularly well. <laughs> so he's, he's he's right then. But yeah. we we all we all know who uh, interrupted Big Show's final funeral, don't we? Yeah, that was uh, Bubba Rogers on it. It was Bubba Rogers. <laughs> the best thing about that is the fact that they was told to keep it quiet or keep on the low down because there's other funerals going on and <laughs> they, they literally. The big show jumping out, oh hanging off a, a coffin. Imagine that. was that. the same with the, the Katie Vick one as well, wasn't it? They had to walk, wasn't it? No, they had to walk past the actual funeral, didn't they? Well, they that, that whole Katie Vick thing, apparently, they did it real seriously. And then they weren't happy with it, and they were getting that annoyed. Apparently, one of them told Triple H, just yeah. do this, and he'll stop making his thingy. And Vince actually like prepared it. Yeah, and then he, apparently he had to walk out there after he'd done that, past the Grieve family. <laughs> Why do they do it? Why do they? They must be really paying them. They must be paying these uh, if you almost like quite a bit of money. Yeah, if they're paying them quite a bit of money, right? Yeah, that's fine. But just make sure nobody else is there. Yeah. Just do it after hours. Yeah. Peters, we then move on to your favourite bit. There's an advert for Starcade, which shows it's on a Sunday, but it's actually on a Wednesday. Is that not classic I, WCW? I mean, there's a there's a cock up in there, and there's a bloody cock up. I can only assume they've copied and pasted last month and just changed December from November to December and the date. Yeah. yeah. 
I actually, I actually checked as well to see if it was right. Yeah, I did as well. <laughs> When's well, what a mad place for it. I guess everyone's off work. It's Christmas in it. But Twenty seventh on it. Uh, yeah. yeah. What a mad night for a pay per view Wednesday night. Well, is everyone off? Because surely people have just gone back to. I don't know how Christmas holidays work and bank holidays work in America, but obviously in in, in England, it's that weird time when some people are and some people aren't. Oh, when I said everyone, I meant me. I mean, I'm I'm at work. Ross will be at work. Yeah, I'm off. Well, you know what I mean, though. You could. <laughs> I'm, I'm off. So, so two, out three. Three, two out of three people are off. Peter, to be so fair, I think I'm off this year as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <We're everywhere. laughs> What's your point? That's the point. The point stands. Oh, Christ. Um, we didn't get another video package of, uh, of Savage against Luger. This has been going on for a while, though, on it. Uh, the other match at Halloween Havoc as well. Some wish I mean, it never started. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, it's WCW. So. We've got Randy Savage getting interviewed by Mean Gene. Literally, literally cannot go five minutes without fucking Mean Gene being involved. I don't mind Mean Gene, though, to be fair. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't see what his beef is. With I don't mind him once or twice. But when it's every single... He's literally... If it's every ten minutes, two minutes of that is Mean Gene. As I've just said, Ross, if, you, if that's what you like, that's what you like. Just run with it. It's just... Or if that's it's, what you dislike, that's what you dislike. That is what I dislike. I had a Terry Peters become a man of peace. What's going on? <laughs> man of Peters. Strange. Terry, Terry, Terry Peace. La- Terry Lama. He's just achieved, achieved complete zen halfway through this podcast recording. <laughs> is that what this show does to you? Is that what... Yeah, it's peaceful. Maybe, maybe watch it. Um, so we'll move very, on to the... Very peaceful. We'll move on to what is the worst match on the card. Um, and How have you forgotten about this, Lou? This match was awful. I didn't write it down, so... <laughs> We've got my gosh, didn't. We've got my man Randy Savage <laughs> against Lex Luger. Um, Luger's with Jimmy Hart because apparently they're only two people. Um, Savage, right? You know, Hogan made his big spiel and he at the start, but he don't listen to the dirt sheet. Savage is, is fully fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes out with genuinely more tape on his arm than the tape fist match. Doesn't do anything. Um, hits the elbow drop, but Jimmy Hart does the distraction. Then he gets put a torture rack. And Luger puts the arm bar on the bandaged arm, which is fine. So what does it matter? And now they're all kicking off saying his arm's really injured. Luger wins. So is he, is he injured or not? Well, they, this is what I'm saying. So Hogan did his full spiel about don't listen to the dirt sheet. Savage is absolutely yes. fine. He's not injured whatsoever. And then you go and do an angle about Savage being injured. Swear, oh, bro. Yes, yeah, it feels like a swear, bro. I mean, I... My like a clusterfuck. I've mm. I've put four words for this. I mean, this happened. <laughs> I mean, well, after that, after I've, I've written five hundred pound checks. I'm I've just missed this match. <laughs> <laughs> You've missed quite a bit, Lou. To be honest with you, yeah, you have. You've wrote. Um, Luger keeps the submission on after the match until Sting says, "Take off, mate," and he goes, "Yeah, all right." Then. Yeah, it's it's it's. It's like a, a serious storyline in, in between all the madness in it. What's going on between these two? What was going on between these two? They were tag team partners later on. Yeah. Well, they were best buds, weren't they, in real life, I think, weren't they? One, oh, Luger and Sting? One Sting, the guy who orchestrated for Luger to turn up on the night. Hey, Luger and Sting were a pop vinyl double pack as well. There you go. They were a tag team. They were tag team champions, weren't they? When he was there Stone, yeah. Bloody good friends, these two. Oh, this match was just crap. Nothing happened. And I just don't see the point in making letting Hogan, unless no one knew Hogan was going to do that. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's what he wants. Why is he doing it then? No, because I, you know, Bischoff's like it now though, and he's like a bloody dirt sheets. He's just either said it, well, he'd have been like, oh yeah, he's injured. Yeah. Or he's not but, injured, however. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. See, he's not injured to the dirt sheets. That's bad. He makes the up, like you know what I mean, like. Yeah, but then don't make an angle about it. Speaking yeah. of the dirt sheets, the star rate on this is far too high. Was is it a dud? <laughs> One and a quarter. I mean, it deserved the dud. I would, I would say this is worse than Bubba Rogers' match. One hundred percent, hundred percent. This is miles worse. This is up there with bloody Vampiro graveyard match. Hey, <laughs> I like that. Oh, she did. You also liked what, what with head shrinkers, Brian Pillman, and head, head shrinkers head against Pogovewear and high, high energy. <laughs> yeah, you, you genuinely thought I that like was one of the best tag team matches of all time. When you think about it, I like some weird stuff, don't I? Yeah, you know, it's all, it's all good, man. It's like we all just like what we like. And exactly. Come like, on, live and let live, man. Look, I don't like hippie peers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, this is one of the. I was indifferent to this pay per view, and now I'm going back through it again. I'm just getting angry. Why? Right, it's great stuff. Made sense. I've not. I don't mind on the star rating on this, but. <sighs> I mean, it's going to be low. I don't mind it being shit, but it's just... The, the thing is, you want it to be, You either want it to be horrendously bad that it's funny or really good that you enjoy it, and this is just in that awful middle part where there's, there's some good bits and some bad bits this and more great. bad bits. It's not... No, you, yeah, no, no, not happening. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't... Hey. Actually, hey, you're lying to yourself if you say you're. If this is what he wants to like, sense. let him like it. Yeah. <laughs> Drink it in, man. <laughs> Peters of peace. Oh, okay. Two, three pieces. Two pieces. Two pieces. Full. I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't, I'm from Fron. We'll move on from that then, because I don't know what to say. We didn't get one, it. Do you want? Do you want injured? We didn't get it. It, oh, no, but he was injured. That's why he didn't do anything. Ruse. <sighs> then we get um this is like Vince Russo, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's that that bad. We then get a, a Rick Flair best sting video package. So Flair's in a feud of Pillman and Anderson. And then Halloween Havoc. As we saw in the archives, Flair randomly turns on him. To join the horseman for the five hundredth time. Mm-hmm. Leads us into this match. Rick Flair Rick Flair best sting. I did slag off moving into other rings earlier on in the pay-per-view, but at least this had a reason to. So when Flair's running about, well, Flair literally gets in the ring to stroke. <laughs> yeah. This at least had a reason. Then Lou, um, he was in the first match, but his wife, Sherry Martell. <laughs> yeah, this is why it's getting confusing, because I was like, right. so it turns out that Rick the Model Martell and uh, Sherry Martell are not related. Right. In fact, it's not even spelled the same, is it? I don't know. So this happens within like the first couple of minutes of this match. Imagine if 14 minutes long, the first couple of minutes. Sherry Martell and podcast favourite Kayla Robert Parker uh, yeah. shown at ringside. What is this about? There's no explanation. They go back to the match, then go back to them to they start kissing. And then that is it. Nothing else. There is nothing else in the full match. There's no the commentary team don't even say why are they at ringside? They literally just Shane Mattel, get on back here, come out, start kissing each other, and then they go back in. Well, you declare the love for each other. It's nice. You it's it. just nonsense. What's nonsense about it? Why was the day? It's a, they wait for WCW. <laughs> yeah, but why did so, they come out in this match? 
Just now is the time I decide like we need to we just love so much. Oh, I genuinely think Colonel Robert Parker is probably the most covered man on this podcast. <laughs> he is. <laughs> has it been? In, has it been anything good? <laughs> no, no, he hasn't. Because we've covered him across that's, two that's promotions. We've covered Tennessee, him. Across, Tennessee Leon. Yeah, yeah, we've covered him across two promotions, haven't we? I'm half expecting to just turn up in ECW one day as well. See there, whatever NXT. Yeah, I mean, if he comes in at NXT. Take over war games. I'd be, I'd love it. What's the answer now? Let's have a look. But I mean, I'll tell you what I did notice in this pay per view, and this this really stuck out is how many people were sort the ex WWF people were in WCW at this time before that WCW boom before they got sort of Nash and Razor. So we've seen IRS, seen Sherry Hogan, Luger, Macho Man. I mean, we we see the Booty Man, Brutus, Zodiac Man later on, don't we? We see Regal hadn't been in W at this point, had he? No. But we, we when you think about it, we see a lot of people that are crossing over before that big boom period of WCW, and it's a little bit weird. Well, so I didn't realise some of these went so early. It's not that weird, though, really. Because if you think about before they went, like, national, that's what you did in the territories. You no, jumped no, about it, all over. I agree, but I just think when you think like a year down the line, there's still WWE's biggest stars. And then at this point, like, they're, they're, neither of them were, were what they were in a year's time. It's just a bit mad to me. Well, this is at the point where, say, WWE, getting, get people in to have a feud with somebody at the top. The feud ends, and then they get rid of them again. Yeah, so there's true. a lot of ex WWE guys because they're not there for that long. Flair, there's another one. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. Well, I don't, I don't think it's that surprising. You yeah, I don't no, know. I think, I, I, it's a bit weird because it's basically the entire eighties roster, isn't it? Yeah. I reckon you could make up most of the first five WrestleManias off people in WCW at this point. Uh, earthquake, Shark Attack. There's another one. Five hundred pound Shark is it not? Five hundred pound Shark. Yeah, I don't know. It just really stuck out with with Cherry Martel being on this for me. We randomly with Robert Parker for whatever reason. Does makes sense in the storylines? What? Oh. What storyline? Well, the one, the one where <laughs> kind of Robert Parker and Jeff Hardy kissing. Yeah, but why does that make sense? Tell me, go on, tell me. See, I want so, to know. Tell me why. Kind of Robert Parker fancied Jeff Hardy a bit, and it's like, "Hey, did you fancy a kiss?" And she was like, "I will do it out in the nether ring." Storyline, good storytelling. It's ridiculous. That's what's ridiculous about it. I just don't see why it was there. Um, this probably not the most ridiculous thing in this match. Nick Patrick is. <laughs> this is yeah, counts like a yeah. No, because Dodge, Flair does try to use the chair. That's Nick Patrick stops him, uh, and then there's like a two count later on, and Flair pushes him over. Nick Patrick gets back up, well, pushes Flair over. Where's well, annoyed, oh. isn't he? <laughs> they got to stand up for themselves, these referees. I did um, like as well in it. I actually like, enjoyed this match as well, but I'm just that exasperated I, the full pay per view. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed Flair trying to def- destroy Sting Lin by Ling, like where he's like pulling at his face and then just targeting different body parts of Sting. Yeah. And how I much does the been, crowd look? Go on. I, say, I think there's been better Sting and Ric Flair matches, haven't there? I think there's something yeah. there. I mean, how many times have they wrestled at this point? Oh, well, how minutes. loud is the crowd as well when Sting's doing the ten punches? That's like the loudest we've had them all night. Well, that's the living daddy, yeah, and mm. the kind of it's like him, on... a ma- him and Macho Man, isn't it? Yeah, because they all they've all turned on Hogan, aren't they? So obviously, I think yeah. well, Sting's their guy, isn't he? 
Yeah. Hogan's a WFK. Mm. Sting is, really. yeah. I've also got an issue. Any I've, different, is he? I've also got a refing issue in it, Patrick. But it's, it's really really counts. He clearly sees Ric Flair poke Sting in the eyes and doesn't DQ him. Is that? I thought that was just, like, I didn't think it was illegal. I thought it was just frowned upon. Get a warning. I don't know. That happens in a he, lot of matches, doesn't it? And Patrick getting knocked down was very OTT. I can't remember how he got knocked down or why he got knocked down, but I put it was very OTT, and I seem to remember him just flinging himself about. It's very flamboyant, wasn't he? Yeah. And, then, and he had a mullet. Um, yeah, I didn't enjoy well, the finish. Did is, that was the WCW referee <laughs> yeah. style, style <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I did enjoy the uh, the finish though. I think it's a superplex and then rolls through to a Scorpion Deathlock, which I thought was pretty nice. Nice. Nick Patrick's best moment was him versus El Hebner in a match. That inversion. Yep. He wins, didn't he? he win? Um, oh, I shall find out. That. He's like all. He's always been a heel ref, I think, because he's the NWO ref. Yeah, he's the NWO. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, also, <laughs> he screwed Sting out of time. No, El Hebner beat Nick Patrick, and yeah, Mick Foley was a special guest ref. Yeah, I vaguely remember it. it. It wasn't good. Anyway. No, I can't imagine it would be. So we've got a video recap then of the belt being stripped from the giant, hence why the World War Three Battle Royal is, is set up. So basically. How, how great is Jimmy Hart in that segment, by the way? No, Jimmy Hart's a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, more me. So it's like, oh, oh, I'm stuck in a clause in the contract that says that Hogan will lose the title on behalf of the Giant, but doesn't think to write, oh, and the Giant will win it. Fucking <laughs> moron. <laughs> I'm only how shocked he looked at it. So, yeah, so basically... He's on fault it for not bloody reading properly. At Halloween having Jimmy Hart turns on on uh, Hogan is when the Yeti comes out. The Yeti! Um, uh, basically, he was his manager. He signed. He had power of attorney. Um, he signed the contract, but wrote a clause saying Hogan will lose by disqualification, knowing that Jimmy Hart would get him disqualified. So big sure that well, the Giant would win. Um, but like you said, he's he's clearly not a lawyer. Because <laughs> some point after clause, some point Dexter from WCW comes out. Who's he? He's wearing some young kid in the suit that's too big. <laughs> that was terrible. I guess they didn't have an on-screen authority figure at the moment, did they? Yeah. Oh, it's just come on. Yeah. Who's, yeah, but who, who's that guy who got sent out? <laughs> Should have got Tatana, shouldn't imagine, he? Imagine. Shouldn't have buffer, pay buffer a bit extra. So yeah. do it. Oh, no, because he won't even read all the names out, would he? Yeah, he does like yeah. easy, easy stuff. <laughs> um, so basically, the title is then stripped from the Giant. Oh, he'd never actually won it, so it's been vacated. So that's why we've got this 60 man Battle Royal World War Three. We then move on to, oh, of course, it is Mean Gene again. He's got an interview with Hulk Hogan. Um, Luke, this, I'm aware this is your favourite bit of the full. No, I just thought it's fantastic. Video. It's just Hogan being an idiot again, once again. But still stressing that he is friends with, with Savage and, and Sting. And then well, ripping, off, and ripping off another t shirt. Like, yeah, man, he's yeah. getting paid so much in eight. The, the t shirt budget t-shirt. is ridiculous on this, on this show. Um, but he just completely nullifies the original promo that they did straight away. Because he says, oh, as long as one of us win it. But now we're saying it's. Well, they're not there anymore. I just didn't want to be confronted by him today. And now they've gone. Hogan the Cowards? They, both had, ma- they both had matches. Where was Hogan's match? Really? <laughs> I mean, I know they shouldn't because it would have been terrible. But I think, really, to put Hogan in a bit more jeopardy. Because Hogan looks like a dick throughout the rest of this pay per view now. Like a massive dick. They should have had Hogan versus the Giant beforehand. Could have done a Schmoz finish. 
But just so they could say that Hogan's been in, you know, he's, he's had a match and he's, he's struggling a bit. Because now Randy Savage and, and Sting have. And Hogan's coming in fresh, isn't he? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, Hogan looks like a dick all the way through the pay-per-view. Not what, just an absolute, what an absolute ass. The, the, the uh, I mean, all the way from 1995, Hogan looks like a bit of a dickhead, doesn't he? I can see why people booed him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely I can see why people booed him at this point. Because it doesn't make any sense. He's the face, yeah, he's acting like a heel. But he's just bloody whinging sad, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely um, whinging sad. So we'll move on to what we're all here for. Is it is it a 60-man battle royale, or is it called World War Three? It's the Wild War 3 60 Man Battle Royal. That's his official title. Yeah, it's like the. Battle Royal. The Royal Rumble yeah. is technically like a. Is it called like an interval Battle Royal or something? No. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, the, yeah but the official title of that interval Battle Royal is called the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's the Wild War 3 match, I believe. Right, it's, it's called the Wild War 3 match. Right? Yeah. Um, so we've got three rings, three commentary teams. So we've got uh, the Brian and Tony, they're staying on ring one. Uh, we've got <laughs> Dusty Rhodes and Eric Bischoff uh, on ring two. Dusty Rhodes in a. Fetching jacket, and then um, well, dressed in like a proper true seven generally. <laughs> the big dust. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Chris Cruz and Larry Zabisco in ring three. Shit, so Mike Tanera now. That's... Yeah, why, why, why was that not Mike Tanera? Yeah. Like, you've had your five minutes, pal. Doing yeah, yeah. Chris Cruz. Fucking hell, yeah, yeah. Tanera, we get it. You talk about Japanese. We know our Japanese wrestling, but you so, might even able to identify who some of these people were in this. Uh, in this battle yeah. I mean, it wouldn't matter. So we've got, well, he could have literally done like fake Diesel, fake uh, Razor Ramon. Just put yeah. fake people in there and not pay them all. Yeah. It was, yeah. um, it was just an obvious attempt to be bigger than the Royal Rumble, wasn't it? Yeah, but too, too far. Went too far. Ah, far too far. So we've got, uh, go on, Peters. The thing is, when they're all walking out, why, why are they all just walking out happily behind each other? Just, just fucking attack somebody. <laughs> That was strange because they're obviously running out of time, weren't they? Because they just got hurt quicker and quicker as it went Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then some people slowed down to do an entrance, didn't they? Yeah, well? but they yeah. wouldn't have run out of time, though, if they'd have cut some fucking main gene segments. Well, it's very really good. Does a battle royal need to go for half an hour? No. The, but yeah. weirdly, pretty much, I went through every every one because I wanted to just, you know, to carry on doing it exactly the same. It was all about 29 minutes. Yeah. So who's in this battle royal? Yes, he's going to name all 60 people. Get ready, Peters. Are we ready? Well, no. Alex Wright, Aaron Anderson, Big Bubba Rogers, Big Train Bart, Bobby Walker, Booker T, Brian Nobbs, Brian Pillman, Bunkhouse Book, Chris Benoit, Chris Canyon, Cobra, the British champion, Squire Dave Sullivan. No, that's Dave, Dave Sullivan. Dave Taylor. Dave Sullivan on West Ham. Dave Sullivan. Diamond Dallas Page, Dick Slater. Disco Inferno, L. Robert Eaton, Eddie Guerrero, Fidel Sierra, Hugh Morris, Hulk Hogan, Jerry Sags, Jim Duggan, Joey Maggs, Johnny B. Bad, Kensuke Sasaki, Kurosawa, Lex Luger, Lord Stephen Regal, Lieutenant James L. Wright, Marcus Alexander Bagwell, uh, Mark Starr, Max Muscle, Meng, Mike Winner, Mr. JL, Paul Ondor. Hang on, Mike Winner. Yeah, Mike Winner. Michael, Michael Winner. Michael Winner, wasn't it? <laughs> I even think that the guy from Esho. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. Um, Pez Watley, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Ricky Santana, Road Warrior Hawk, Scott Armstrong, Scott Norton, Scotty Riggs, that's the Scots out the way, Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker, Sergeant Craig Pittman, 
British champion Squire David Taylor. Is that again? Yep, he's there again. Steve Armstrong, Stevie Ray, Sting, Super Assassin number one, Super Assassin number two, The Giant, The One Man Gang, 500 Pound Shark. That's the best part. The Taskmaster, The Yeti, BK Wall Street, and Zodiac. Ah, well done, Russ. That's good. Thank you. Um, so basically, this, um, did you want to know something about the rules? Wait a minute, but what are the rules? <laughs> I'll tell you the rules. Um, so there's three rings, 20 people in each ring. Each ring has a giant. So the giants are the giant, the Yeti, and Hulk Hogan. Not the 500 pound shark. Ridiculous. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, weird. Weird, isn't it? Um, He's laughing to win it. What's going to happen is it's over the top rope. You get eliminated, and then when there's ten in one ring, they then move on to another ring. <laughs> this is where it got confusing for me. <laughs> until there's ten, I assume until there's ten to people in the ring. That's lucky, isn't it? It's lucky that the all ended up at ten at the same time. It was so badly timed because it was just was it Bishop who was just like, yeah, we're done now. They're like five minutes, for five minutes. Yeah. Minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, terrible. Um, we also discussed the uh, the new look yet. Yeah, yeah, the, the, nin- the ninja. Yeah, so he's gone from yeah. being like a, a mummy called the Yeti to being like a fucking ninja. Nobody know what a, a Yeti is. Apparently not. No, apparently not. Know, a fair backstage. Could have just like sprayed Jane Gonzalez's gear white. <laughs> that would have been good. Would have been a Yeti. Yeah. Yeti, Yeti. Yeti. Well, maybe that's Yeti. what it is. Maybe we're all thinking, we're comparing it to a Yeti, but it's not actually. No, it's, it's yeah, Pen, Penza said Yeti, didn't he? Which confused me because I was like, you know, he used to be fair to as the Yeti that much. <laughs> but he was like, the Yeti. I was like, who the fuck's this guy? The Yeti. Yeah, no, look at him. He's like some fucking big Power Ranger slash ninja. Um, yeah, so that's that's it. Any more rules that you want to be aware of? Obviously, the last man standing's the winner. No, there are other rules. Well, is it though? No, <laughs> well, that's what should happen at the start. Uh, um, so, yeah, so they've got right. So again, ridiculous. Sixty men, three rings. The one referee? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think Randy Anderson. Well, Randy Anderson, frankly, not good enough his performance in this. It, to be fair, he should have been sagged after his absolute greatest performance in the tag match. Every every Royal Rumble have got officials all the way around the ring. How could it have happened? Because there's only two officials, isn't there? And they're both incompetent in WCW. Uh, Nick Patrick and Randy Anderson. Terrible. Free ring battle royal. Uh, yeah, one referee. Do it on your own, mate. And be in the ring. Because <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> there's not enough people in the ring already. There's not enough people in there already. Right? He needs to be in the thick of it. Uh, I bet the game developers at 2K are like, glad that this stopped happening. What are you trying to do with this? Oh, they don't even bother, would they? They not even bother. We better get War Games. Like, because it took a year off, by the way. We better get War Games next year. Oh, that would be good. 2K22. That would be good. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not holding out hope for... <laughs> 60 yeah. man power because obviously going to put the uh, Tower of Doom in there first <laughs> you that Nick great um, so yeah everyone gets in the ring they all come out one after the Hogan the last person out of course he is um, and then they're all in the rings it was like it was random that they put some like big stars just in the middle yeah. like oh by the way here's Sting here's the giant here's yeah, the I... around his... very strange it must have been, because nobody got an entrance, did they? So No, because at first, I, want, I didn't realise that was generic music, so when I get Alex Wright announced him first, I was like, fucking hell, this is going to take forever. Yeah. 60, 60 people all got their own entrance. It's going to be evolution. It was like, like the equivalent of uh, the like 30-man battle royals where they all come down to the Raw or Smackdown music. Yeah. 
Grace the Father, yeah. Sassy Divas theme tune. Yeah. Why did no one just attack the person in front of him just to spice it up a little bit, though? Dude, I would have done it. They're not the yeah. rules, brother. I don't care. I'd have done it. Yeah, but you want some sort of advantage, don't you? It's the army guys. They're arguing with you, aren't they? Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of um, sergeants and majors and lieutenants in there, yeah. yeah. Is there not a faction? Does that come Probably. later on? There was a faction that no, come later on, was it? General election. That was way later on, yeah. Yeah. If they're all in the ring at this fireworks. You what I did enjoy before it's that when Buff was reading it out, Regal was right behind him, <laughs> just like looking <laughs> disgusted at everyone. <laughs> hey, Regal, credits are Regal, made it into the main ring. He did, was he not in there already? Was well, he... he was there at the end though, when they all joined together. Yeah, bit of a disadvantage on it, really, to be in that middle ring. Yeah, because you've been fighting everyone, you think you're, you're fighting everyone, and people come in just before, yeah. Yeah, that's. Strange, um, strange concepts. So the match starts. It's absolute chaos. You cannot see a thing. <laughs> there is three screens. Um, six, six commentators. Like, six, six commentators, three rings, <laughs> 60 people swapping between each other. The they, worst they, part is they've not enlarged the screens at all. So you've got two in like centrally up at the top, haven't you? To the left and to the right. And then one in the middle below. Why yeah. not stretch them out a little bit so you can at least try and work out what's going on? Because it is literally just a load of people. Well, and the thing is as well, like we're watching this on like fairly big modern TVs. Yep. How big was your TV in 1995? I, I would hazard a guess at saying not as big as my current TV. I would. I would imagine. Like 50, but it, I was in 95. I was not very old, but I'm pretty sure I mean like. Even early 2000s, my TV was like, is it like 15 inch. 14 inch TVs on it. Used to get. Yeah, it would not have been, you know, it had a video player built into it. Yeah. 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 Oh, but when life was simple. That was a dream that you make baller if you had all them on that video player. Yeah. No, the ones with the DVD player, that was where the money was at. Oh, great. Oh, that was when, yeah. That was when you met it. You were I, I, no, I, no I had a standalone well, DVD player. So the match starts. The Yeti. One of the giants <laughs> is eliminated after 17 seconds. So I'm guessing you just gave up on him. They're like, someone was like, mate, you look ridiculous. Like, you dress as a mummy when you get there. And he's like, fine, I'll go dress as a fucking ninja. I'll show you. Um, and at this point, you see one even in the. When, it, when the, um, this, this storyline. This storyline lasted all the way till March next year. When it finally ended with the Tower of Doom. He wasn't there, he wasn't there is he? He's gone this party. I think so. But why put him as one of the main guys then? This is a giant in each ring, wasn't it? Yeah, no, but there's, like you said, there's a 500 pound shark who could have done that job. <laughs> yeah, but Hulk Hogan was there instead. He was just. Yeah. Or, yeah, if Hogan's one of the giants, Sting could have been another one. Oh. Sting ain't a big lad. No, but, they, but Neil Hogan's not that big compared to yeah, some of them. He's a big beefy boy compared to some of the others, there, isn't he? I'm Obviously, just not after pre giant, giant in each ring rule because it was stupid. I'll Why is the, it a rule? Put the friggin' one man gang in, he was pretty much the best person in yeah. this whole interview, wasn't he? He, he was the, uh, the surprise package, wasn't he? One man gang. Yeah. Um, he, he was the, the Shawn Michaels role. He was there from the end. <laughs> start yeah. To the end. yeah. <laughs> so basically, the Yeti is missed. The commentary team miss him getting eliminated because about five minutes later, when he goes, I think the Yeti has been eliminated. <laughs> yeah, that's the only time I know it's to be eliminated, to be honest. <laughs> because the I. There was that many people getting eliminated at the same time. You didn't. You missed who was actually getting eliminated when. So, so I've got the eliminations here. The match is 29 minutes. Um, Yeti is eliminated after 17 seconds. 
Uh, Michael Winner, he's limited up to 45 <laughs> seconds. Then he ran an elimination for a full minute. Yeah. He could just calm down, dear, can he? Steve Armstrong. Yeah, he did. He needed to. This is the most ridiculous bit, though, right? So Steve Armstrong's limited at 1 minute 42. Then Dave Sullivan, 2.58. And then there isn't an elimination for three minutes. Yeah, I found it really strange that they didn't clear the ring straight away. You know what I mean? Like, it just went on forever, didn't it? Yeah. Um, it was not good. I mean, I'm a big WCW fan. This was not. It was not not good. This not a good concept. Even if he was there live, in, I couldn't understand some stuff a better live in person. If he was there live in person, it wasn't that live. Cool. Live crowds love battle royals, don't they? They always get big pops, even though they're on TV they don't come across very good. Live crowd loves to see because you see everyone, don't you? Not like this though. No. Surely. No, this is it. Oh, you've been cool. Yeah, again, if you, unless you're on the front row of like one ring. <laughs> Yeah, it must, be, it must be quite a spectacle if you sat at the top and had that beautiful, beautiful roof that they kept showing. Okay, here's, um, here's a question for you then. Which minute, so 0 to 29, had, do you think had the most eliminations? 17. 23. So 17, though, had one with Joe Mags. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. That's a big one. That's all facts. 23 did have three eliminations. Meng, Ooh. Zodiac, and Hugh Morris. But the winner was... Uh, Minute 11. So with Bobby Walker, Ricky Santana, Mr. JL, Stevie Ray, Brian Nobbs, Scotty Riggs, Pez Watley, Alex Wright. All in there. Oh, Mr. Love JL was there. Yeah. They're just now Sabu. Okay. Oh, uh, here's another question for you because I don't know what to say about this match because I, I can't, you can't say yeah, anything. No, no this, this, is, this trivia is better. Play along at home. Um, get a pen and paper. Pause now. Get a pen and paper and come back for Ross's World War Free trivia. Who went out first? Super Assassin number one or Super Assassin number two? Number two. Oh, yeah. I feel like I remember number two being eliminated. Did he get eliminated in some ridiculous way? I can't remember. I, can't remember that. I feel like I, that rings a bell. Who do, who do you think then? Number two. Number two, I think number two. Number remember. two goes up first. Yeah. Wrong. Super ah. Assassin number one, 10 minutes. Super Assassin number two, he lasted 12 minutes. Ah, he lasted a while, didn't he? Yeah. Intention in the Super Assassins after that. All right then, so there's 60 people. I'm going to try and work this out now because I haven't. I'm just doing. I'm just looking at who's been eliminated. Where do we think Regal came? He was quite. Was he, the, was he is in the final ring, wasn't he? Yeah. But I feel like he wasn't there. I'm going to say he's 12. I feel like I didn't see him in the final ten. I'm going to say 14. Eddie Guerrero was in the final ten, wasn't he? Yeah, Eddie Guerrero was. I believe Regal came 22nd. Twenty. I think in the final. I thought the final ring was meant to be twenty. Oh, it was thirty. It was thirty. Oh my god. Eddie Guerrero came. He was eight or something. Yeah, he was ninth. Ninth class. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else you want to know where they did, where they came? That's it. Um. No. Yeah, I think we did well. No. Yeah. No. I got a minute. Yeah. Fire the punch, Jack. Who got him out? Uh, I don't know who eliminated them. But, oh, okay. um, so Wikipedia didn't write this pack down? Yeah, I'm not on Wikipedia, I'm on cagematch.net. Oh. Cagematch.net, shout out. Um, it's been trans- translated from German. Oh. <laughs> uh, where is the shark? Hugh, Mo- Hugh Morris? Right? He was out really late. Hugh, Hugh Morris was come, come 12. <laughs> Brain finally acknowledged his name as well as was Hugh Morris, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I, is, that, is that meant to be like that? Or has that just happened? I, I think it's know. probably meant to be like that. Uh, yeah. Look, the shark. It's not, it's not a very funny guy. No, the he's shark. a bit of a dick, isn't he? Okay. 
Is he a dick? Yeah, he's an ace. Yeah, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, yeah, he's a dick. The shark didn't even. Sausage general direction. Yeah, he's a dick. He gets sacked for being a dick. Yeah, yeah, something to do with the jam donut or something on it. Yeah, next to you on it. Yeah. the shark? Thirty first. Thirty first. make it into second half. How do you get a five hundred pound shark out the ring? That's what I want to know. Shark on the note, right? There was obviously a big, a big bit where Hogan got rid of the Taskmaster. But no one give a shit, because no one even knew that had happened. <laughs> no, because everyone thought it was Hogan. They're like, oh, Hogan's, somehow, Hogan's somehow deflated and gone out. There's a, few, there's a few people like, in this who, who did this, but the only one I can think of right now is Arn Anderson. There's enough going on. Stop fighting outside of the fucking ring. Yeah, well, there's obviously. Enough go, there's enough going on. Dangerous, isn't it? Do you know what I thought when I was watching this? I thought, wouldn't it be cool if WWE brought this back? It'd be brilliant, right? No. But then I also thought, how annoying would Dolph Ziggler be in this match? They'd get to the end, wouldn't they? No, because he'd just he'd hang out all the time, like he did on the, the Battle Royals at WrestleMania. All about Dolph. It's just like, go oh, away, Dolph. Um, so, so that, right, so uh, we somehow we get to, I think it's about 20 minutes in, we, we move to... I can't believe we're only 20 minutes into this match. <laughs> Everyone moves into ring one. <laughs> yeah, but like ring one empties five. No, one of them or ring two, whatever. It's, so ring one's the middle ring. Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, ring empties ring like two. ten minutes before the other one, doesn't it? They're just and like oh, ring three. <laughs> ring three empties to ten, and she barely goes. Are we, are we at ten people there. The rest counted it, and the guy's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let me count them. Horrendous. Oh, um, They're not keeping an eye on this at all, are they? So we all move into into the first they should ring. Have put, they should have put the referee on a ladder in between the three rings. Like an umpire, like a tennis umpire. Yeah, like a tennis Bad umpire so you can see what was going on in all three rings. Yeah, well, he needed to, because we'll, we'll, we'll go to the finish, because he's, he's just... I can't, I can't, no, before we get to the finish, Hogan being a dick um, again, obviously, because he's always a dick in battle royals, isn't he, when you think about it. Yeah. Even in the Royal Wumbles, when he was in the movie, he's a dick. But he, um, he tipped out a sting behind his back, didn't he? He thought, oh, hey lads, I'm going to come help you here. Get out of the giant. And it tips yeah. them out as well. <laughs> so the giant, Sting, and Luger are all on the ropes, aren't they? And Hogan does the old come behind them. And at least he came behind. See, that's what you should do in a rumble, though. Because it winds me up and someone's like, getting eliminated. And they just Sting, come in and punch the person and eliminate him. Sting come was on. like, come on, come on, mate, give me an hand. And he, Hogan was like, sure, brother, you are my best friend, as we've established numerous times throughout this pay per view. He's like, oh, wait a minute, I just eliminated him. So Hogan, Hogan dumps them three off. And then he's pulled underneath by the giant. Mm-hmm. Um, Savage eliminates the one-man gang, but of course, that's not on TV. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's food, <laughs> have you? Why would they show that? We're watching Hogan, and all of a sudden, Savage is the winner. <laughs> it's just... yeah, like, Come on, Hogan, get back in the ring, come on. The ending oh. is a complete clusterfuck. Oh, it's the... Terrible ending to a pay-per-view. So, Savage is announced as the winner. Hogan's still fighting outside. He gets back in, he starts complaining. Asks the fans who they thought wins. They all say it's Savage. (laughs) 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 Um, He's just walking around. What do we need to do to sort this out? Of course, we need to get Mean Gene in. Well, Randy Anderson first says, yeah, he's definitely the winner. (laughs) Yeah, just... Oh, God. The actual ending ending to the match was kind of clever. If a heel won and Hogan accepted it and was like, right, I'll just challenge you at Starkhead or whatever, and you know, yeah. it was, it was the fact that Hogan was such a dick about it 
And he's best it's all for three hours. He's been going, oh, Randy Savage, my good friend. My good friend, Randy Savage. And then he's won the title. Now he's like, oh, no, no. Hang on a minute. No, that's me. I want to win it. So this is, mate, this is Hulk Hogan's night. Basically, he says at the start, when he's with his two mates, don't matter, lads, as long as one of us wins it, gets out yeah. of the Dungeon of Doom's hands, that's fine. He then oh, does so an interview on his then, own. Then he sets his clothes on fire. Come on. Yeah, he sets his clothes on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which Sting puts out for him, because Hogan doesn't care. Then, then he goes on his own and says, well, actually, it's every man for himself. Fair enough. He then get, eliminates his mate and kicks up a right fuss when his other mate wins. <laughs> yeah. He's just a bit of a dick. I haven't yeah. wrote down. Is Hogan trying to be a face here? Or, or, or... <laughs> well, <laughs> well imagine... he had creative control of the Knicks. I imagine in his head he thought, well, the fans are obviously going to say, why aren't you won Hogan? Well, I think the whole thing was, yeah, it's just because Hogan didn't lose. It was to establish that on it, but they beat her on the head a bit. And also, this was the first time Randy Savage won the WCW World Championship. And he won it like this. So it should have been like a big deal. In the end, he was like, oh, I guess I've not won it properly, but we'll wait, we'll wait 24 hours before I watch the replay back. <laughs> that was weird. Me and Gene, come on, pal. Yeah, never mind. There's 20 minutes of this pay-per-view yet. We could go. We'll just <laughs> we'll wait. We'll wait until tomorrow. And what did that. happen? Has anyone looked into what happened? Um, no. Because um, I saw Savage, Savage losing to Flair at Starcade. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, but what we're all thinking is... Right, this is fair enough, right? If this all happens and the fans care, did the fans care? No, no. they all started leaving during the program. <laughs> well, it was just confusing, wasn't it? It was just it was a rubbish end to a pay per view, wasn't it? It was terrible. This full half an hour or forty five minutes, I think it was nearly an hour when the last match, the whole battle royal thing, is genuinely the worst thing I've ever seen in wrestling. Big Dave gave it one. And I because think that's it, been generous. You've got no so idea. I, I did think it was the, the shittiest pay per view ending I've ever seen. The full match was just. You, you it, couldn't tell what was going on. It was a mess. That was the problem. It was an absolute yeah. mess. We had to do this again, wasn't it? Yeah. Five times? Did it five yeah. times? Someone said, yeah, that worked really well. Did it up yeah. until 99 was the last one, wasn't it? Um, and then I finally it thought, oh, this doesn't work. Yeah. And it took them that long. Too late at that point. Took them that bloody long. Yeah, just it's, terrible. It was beyond terrible. It's, I just don't understand what they were thinking. Well, I think they were trying to get a, an answer to the Royal Rumble, weren't they, basically? It was, and I guess this would have been going up around the same time as Survivor Series. So it was like, if you put a Royal Rumble around the same time, you know, Royal Rumbles are generally better than Survivor Series for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they, they they missed the mark on this one, didn't but they? Yeah, it just they really, didn't really, really work, really it? It was just... It was just it, everything that makes the Royal Rumble exciting wasn't here. Yeah. Yeah. For this match. And then also, the shitty ending for the first one. You need to establish it with a proper winner. Just have Hogan win it. If you're going to do that, yeah. just establish it, establish it properly. Big winner. Pyro goes off again. Confetti comes down. Everyone goes, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, pretty much. Um, I can't find out what happened after. Well, yeah, never mind. We'll review it at some point. What happened sure. on the? Uh... I think Hogan disappeared for a while, so that's the whole oh, thing. Right. There, was, oh, no. there was no advantage, was there? I found it. Yeah. So the following night on on Nitro, um, Hogan's obviously not let this go. So he interrupts an interview with Savage, <laughs> demands that the outcome of World War Three be reviewed as he was not eliminated. <laughs> but the giant then attacks both of them. So then Hogan attacks a giant on another episode. Um, and several referees 
and he gets suspended for the rest of 1995. Yeah, that's why I yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets suspended for the rest of 1995. Ooh, scary. On the 25th of December. <laughs> <laughs> so less than a week. <laughs> so basically, you don't have to work Starkhead and then he's back. Yeah. Just drop off your biggest star uh, on, on the biggest show of the year. I'm presuming the 25th of December, he'd done his contract with appearances or something. <laughs> And then clause, like, I'm not, cashed I'm not, in that really creative clause. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, well, yeah. And then he's, I think he's just savaging Flair trade the title a few times. Yeah. And then uh, it's come on, Hogan. It's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. It, it was just, it was, it was awful, and I. I just it didn't work, and I don't know why they did it. I don't think it would work now, and we've got much better camera. I don't think WWE could pull this off, and they've got a much better system that's much more like streamlined. I wouldn't want them to try and pull it off. Does uh, not party want want to try it? If you no. if you could bring back one, so War Games is already back. If you could bring back one WCW gimmick match, what would it be? Judy Bagwell on a pole match, or yeah, Judy Bagwell classic. on a forklift match? Sorry, classic. I don't know why I'd pick. I think the Tower of Doom match, purely because I think that's be purely because I would want the toy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it would be a cool toy. I guess we could do it. I guess. Do you have a triple triple cage? Or any of these, including this match, would be best to do when there's no fans. Like if you're going to do it. Yeah. I'll chat with Triple H and say, can we have the can we have a World War Three, please? War Games two thousand cage. Bring that back because I'd like to play. I'd like to have that toy. Mm-hmm. That's the one so I was thinking of as well, actually. Well, they had the other occasion. They would. We'll get to it at some point. Halloween Havoc next year, where um, there's the electric chair cage match. <laughs> can't wait for that. Oh, what about that other cage that um, Flair the match in? I can't remember who was against. Was that the one that's like Flair? randomly too, randomly too big? Yeah, like sort of came in at the top, didn't it? Oh no! Yeah, it's a different. What was, was that? Not called the Thunderdome, actually. Something like that. Oh, it? the Thunder Cage or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. I'll just tweet Triple H and say, mate, can we have a World War Three match, please? Well, while he's doing that, Terry Peters, um, what did you think of World War Three 1995? Some good matches, but again, more bad than good. Um, I'd give it a three. Three and a half. <laughs> it was just. The main event was it was just terrible, wasn't it? It was just poor. I, I liked Johnny B. Bad and DDP. I like I didn't mind the women's tag match, and I liked Suzaki and Benoit. Sting and Flair was decent as well, but that main event really lets it down, doesn't it? So three <laughs> and a half. I'd agree with that. I'd go for a three and a half. Yeah, because this I just think the that. Not that I probably would watch it again, but that, if someone would say to me, "Do you want to watch World War 3? Like when it, like we always say, if someone was, I say, "I've watched it now; it was good, but I will never watch it again." But someone said, "Do you want to watch it?" I'd be like, "Yeah, right then." But if someone says to me, "Do you want to watch World War 3? I'd be like, "No," because it, it's just you, you it's can't just watch poor. it; it's unwatchable. <laughs> good stuff. You Go can't you look. can't say you enjoyed it, Lou, because it's 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 yeah, not bad; it's I, good. I enjoyed it mainly because I knew how much it went into it. It won't as, I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed Halloween Havoc last month. Because <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. 
No, but even the even the Tower of Doom, mm-hmm. I can get it, and I could, I, I could, oh yeah, look at this. You, you know what's going? You see, you've got no idea what's going on. It's like watching. Yeah. It's like saying, oh yeah, look through fifteen thousand Where's Wally's pictures, but Where's Wally's not going to be in any of them. <laughs> Unless I has a funky shock pad. <laughs> it's just a mess. So yeah. it is the mess. Yeah, it was an enjoyable two two hours forty minutes overall. But again, it's wrestling. I like wrestling. Be very tested next week, but I like wrestling. <laughs> if at least that you'd be able to understand what's going on. You, you literally have no idea. The commentary team have no idea. Some things us, you're better not knowing. <laughs> the camera the camera crew didn't have any idea. The production team didn't have any idea. Oh, World War Three, Christ. Awful. Yeah, it was. Uh, next week, uh, Lewis just already alluded to it, but with the win, uh, WWE CW, December to Dismember, widely regarded as one of the worst pay-per-views of all time. Exactly, and you don't see World War 3 popping up on our list, so <laughs> credit, credit where credit's due. Probably no one's watched it, apart from us, in the last like, <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> I wonder how many people have watched it last week. Exactly. 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 It's 25-year anniversary of the big show, big show so, you know. Just think, if WCW had a fall, we'd have got World War 3 25 this year. Christ, imagine. Imagine. I, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, but <laughs> we're doing December to December. We've all watched it before, um, and somehow we're all deciding to watch us through it again. We promised it, I guess, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did. did. We never break promises. We do not break promises. How's that rat tail coming along, Peter? <laughs> Horrendous. <laughs> We still got you know, we still got one to it. reminds us on a semi regular basis. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. Has that happened yet? There was a point during mid lockdown where you was getting one on the front just because you might add your air cut that in that <laughs> That was your chance. We're getting that, that. Why did you not do it in, in during mid lockdown? Because Peter still has to go to work, doesn't he? Yeah. He didn't he well. I could draw one. I could draw one, I guess. Go on then, do it. Nah. You could no, have I've one. Not, I've not promised it. I never will. If you were only doing like Zoom meetings, you wouldn't never know, would you? Yeah, you just I'm, talk not, I'm, in the, I'm, I'm not. I'm in the actual office. Half the people I have Zoom calls with. Yeah, you are. You, you, you two could both have ourselves right now, for all I know. You're in the office now, Peters, but you wasn't mid-lockdown, you know what I mean? You missed no, your chance. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's so when we inevitably go back into lockdown, I'll have to do it then. <laughs> you know, just because we'll get punished because we're northern. See you first week of January. Yeah. <laughs> and the week after that, we're doing something that we'll actually enjoy. We're doing WWF Armageddon 2000, which is yeah. the Armageddon Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. the six man's Hell in a Cell. Also, though, there's a last man standing match between uh, Kane and Jericho, which is getting forgotten about. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I, I genuinely forgot. But I'm not going to worry about this that. one now. Because, you know, there's too, there might be too many people for you guys to enjoy it. So we'll see, won't we? Well, no, it won't be, because I'll be on the six, which is probably, you know, enough you'll be able to see what's going on. Oh, we'll see, won't we? And the one, do you know what I'll enjoy the most? One <laughs> ring. You can never say that. They never say, thank God there's only one ring here. Uh, more rings, the better. Why has no one used... Four rings would have been so much easier. The easiest spot on TV as well. Yeah, yeah they, could, they could do something with four rings, couldn't they? Four rings? Go. 50, yeah, but they only had three giants. The found a pound shack. Come on. <laughs> He's obviously not good enough. That's what he gets. Uh, he was in every 17 seconds. That was what was most annoying about it, I think. Who were who, who living it? Was it just so random then? I don't know. You can't have anyone good, can it? No, no, one, knows, no one knows, Luke, it wasn't on TV. Uh, so unless somebody was there, if he was there in 1995, yeah, you, you, could, you managed to see it, let us, let know. us know. 
Nice. I'm just reading here. Um, did you know Hulk Hogan's one of his original names was uh, Terry the Hulk Boulder? Yeah, Terry Boulder. Terry Boulder. Says Boulder. That's just like a bit up for him. <laughs> Terry Boulder. Terry Boulder. It sounds like yeah, if he's just been talking about rocks just before the uh, we come on air. Oh, yeah. So, but no, I've read his, his his book, his first one. I've not read his second speaking, one actually. Speaking of it, Terry Boulder. Um, who's Terry Boulder? Terry Boulder. Terry Peters. Terry Peters. I knew I was coming. <laughs> Who would you say, Lou? You gotta get well. You gotta get the advantage to in the in the ball stakes to to Hogan at the moment, I guess. But we'll see. Yeah, but would you think Hogan was that bald at Terry Peters' young age? Oh, I'm trying, how old was he in this? He can't have been that old, can he? Forty odd. He can't, was he carried forty already? Can he? Nah, he was born in 1953. Twitter at Tezfish Pod. Although to be fair, I need to log back into that on my new phone. I can't remember what email address or password I logged into it with, so it might be a while before that gets tweeted from. Um <laughs> Bell Nation on YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation and RL92 on Instagram. Streaming Friday nights, Sunday mornings. And Sunday mornings. New new and exclusive Sunday. Go in there and meet his meet his lovely fans. Trolling, yeah, no, he's trolling, trolling fans. Uh, Lou, where can we find you? Find me at Lou Markham on Twitter, Instagram, and Terry Peters Twitter stream. Probably not Sunday mornings though, because I can nice sleep in. You know what I mean? What about Facebook? They can't find me on Facebook. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter as at the Ross M. You can find us all on Twitter and Instagram at Rest Around, W-R-E-S Around. Fans on Facebook, Wrestling Around Podcast. Fans on YouTube, Wrestling Around Podcast. Fans anywhere you listen to podcasts, Wrestling Around, we're on there somewhere, just search Wrestling Around, you'll find us. If you've got, want to send Lou some seltzer or red wine, Undertaker's red wine, then that's WrestlingAround.com. Any alcohol, basically. Basically, say yep. he's a drunk, so send him some alcohol. <laughs> Please help. Maybe that's why he enjoys WCW's watch, who knows? But yeah, if you want to suggest a show that you think we will really, really, really hit, then let us know social media-wise. But we've got nothing else left for you. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Terry Peters. Thank you, Lou, for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And join us next week, where we'll inevitably get angry yet again for December to December 2006. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.